They had the tapes on when I was talking about that goddamn pat at Pompano Park. And I just sat there reliving the whole experience. I was I was screaming at the set, Yes! Right! Keep saying it! What do you need three for? And I know there are people saying, Well, you know what? You're making such a big deal out of that. I'm making a big deal because it was a big deal in my life. Because that moment, that millisecond of my life, just opened up a whole uh, new outlook on everything in this goddamn place. What do you need three for? How about giving me a hundred, okay? I got a hundred of my best personal friends going to come, and we're all going to squeeze into our little box. How do you like that, bitch? Just give me as many as you want and dummy up. I love that. It was a beautiful thing. So thank you so much, Pat, whoever the hell you are. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the uh, far right... How come we're not hearing anything about Dan Burton? I mean, uh, yeah, good old Representative Dan Burton from uh, Indiana, who's up there. Uh, first, wasn't he the one that said uh, Bubba was a scumbag? Uh-huh. That's why oh, I love that song. Isn't that one of my favorites? Bubba is a scumbag. But seriously, he calls the president of the U.S. a scumbag a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and then he's on there trying to well, put that bulldog Janet Reno in jail. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, we find out over the weekend, and we learned very little about this, that Dan Burton had a child out of wedlock. In the early 80s, he has a teenage son that nobody knew about. And then he's got the chutzpah to come out there and say the, over the weekend, well, uh, the reason that I'm uh, addressing this now is because, of course, since I'm uh, investigating uh, somebody else that actually, that's the reason that this came to the front. That's right. And all you other phony right-wingers out there, including Newt, Newt Meister and all the other ones, they're going to be outed, too, for all the little uh, peccadillos that they're doing. And you notice how everybody is running panicky now, including uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan with the uh, Batman lips and all the other the uh, Joker lips. All these people just uh, peeing in their pants because now they're finding out that the star report is going to be really racy. It's going to have every detail. And haven't they been saying all along it's not about sex? Uh-huh. Isn't that what they've been saying? But guess what? It is about sex. And she's doing with a cigar and they're doing this in the limo and over here. What the hell kind of a report is that? And that's why they're all running away from uh, this thing, like uh, he's got leprosy and palsy and beriberi at the same goddamn time. Because he was screwing around. And the rest of the world continues laughing their ass off at us. How about that Mark McGuire, huh? And, you know, I've discovered that every... I read three more articles over the weekend. Negative. You know about that, Andrew? Every single one of them was written by a woman. And what are they talking about here next door in in the sales department? Real loud. Are they being real loud in Lee Cutler's office again? Are they in denial again in there about the fact that they talk too goddamn loud while you're in here trying to do a radio show? Yes, they are. Take it out in the hallway, okay? Take it over to Power 96. They'll put you on the air. They'll audition you. Take it over to Sheridan Street. Duff will give you a goddamn show. He'll put you on doing tags on the spots if you sell any. God, are they loud over there. What the hell was I saying about Mark McGuire and the Andro? What do these women know about? The only, all these steroid-ridden feminist bulldog women, they're the ones that know about taking good steroids. But all these women want to pee on a parade. You pee all you want, sweethearts, but it was great. Oh! I just missed it yesterday. We didn't get home in time to see the home run, but I saw the replay, and there was number 61. Oh! And it wouldn't surprise me at all if number 62 is coming up there tonight, 8 o'clock, the Cardinals and the uh, Cubs. Nice going, Mark. You are a boring guy, but nice going. And don't let nope, take it away. Joe, uh, Joe Buck said it best on Saturday. You're in the telecast. NHL, Andrew's okay. Baseball, it's okay. Only in football and the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, which even bans uh, some over-the-counter cold medications, the IOC. What a bunch of uh, blue-nosed assholes they are. 
So don't come be giving me a bunch of crap about Andro. Mark McGuire is doing it. Oh. Let's have a, a parade about it, okay? Even George is excited about it. Oh, wait till I tell you the real story about Jesus. Ten minutes after... I'm telling you, it's uh, incredible. Hey, yeah. Burn the bloody bitches. I saw Jesus. Oh! On the stick of hollow bar. All right. I saw him on my pop-up toaster in the seat of my car. Boy! All my friends think I'm nuts down at the redneck bar. Cause I saw Jesus on the stick of hollow bar. I saw in the Michigan, and Tim Maddich, if you're listening, you ought to be ashamed and embarrassed. I mean, I'm not ashamed and embarrassed. Michigan State got walloped for the second week in a row because it's a girls' football team. We know that. We expect to lose. But Michigan, that he keeps talking and trying to come up. I saw that Michigan-Notre Dame game, or at least enough of it to make me sick Saturday, and it finally dawned on me since, the, I mean, nobody can tackle that bad. Even little girls can tackle better than Michigan. But the fix is in. And it dawned on me finally that the Shroud of Turin is for real. It's just been misinterpreted. Don't you understand what Jesus is saying? That's why all these football players pray to Jesus. He's big into football. The Shroud of Turin. What's Jesus doing? He's got his arms up like this. Touchdown! That's right. Why do you think when they go back uh, like Doug Flutie to that great Hail Mary at the end of the game, uh, B.C. in Miami years ago? Nice going, Doug Flutie. Oh! Too bad your field goal kicker sucks up there in Buffalo. Touchdown, Jesus! Yeah, that's what they call it in Notre Dame. Touchdown, Jesus. Oh, he's back to throw. It's a Hail Mary. And Notre Dame wins another goddamn game. You know something? I'm going to tell you this because it pisses me off. Here's a national network, NBC, the Notre Dame network. Well, what is that? What is that all about? 
I mean, there are universities that have their own television network within, like, you know, within a state. But a national network carrying Notre Dame on here and Dick Enberg, that misery. If I hear that Dick one more time, you know, I used to like him years ago when he wasn't didn't have such a big swelled head like Joe Rose. But he's everywhere, just too much. He's oversaturated enough with Dick already, okay? He was good once upon a time, Dick Enberg, but too much Dick, even that's uh, too much. God, I can't stand him. The voice of Notre Dame. Touchdown, Jesus! So here's a fax from Gert. George did do a pretty good job, with the exception of not using the dump button with the F word. Well, George did use the dump button, but it wasn't working because they had some technical problems here yesterday. Wow, what a concept. Oh, this one I'm not. This is that uh, scrawny little writing which I wouldn't waste my time. This is the one that doesn't know whether he hates me or loves me or, uh, you know, just chronic, chronic. We're looking for uh, faxes. And look at this phone here. We got one call on there, and it's got ten question marks on it. That show yesterday must have made an impact like uh, you wouldn't believe. So forget about the calls right now. I've got more important stuff, more important fish to fry. Get in my car here on Friday at noon heading for the airport to get the hell out of this godforsaken place for a long weekend. Get all the way to I-95. And I make my turn on the I-95. This has to do with cars and computers. Whatever happened to the good old days when we didn't have computers and cars? See, the first bad experience I had with a computer in a car was back in Chicago several years ago when we went up there to uh, do our show from Murphy's Bleachers across from Wrigley Field. And we had at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Chicago, we had rented that... Uh, why the hell they gave me that big Jew canoe anyway, that big Continental? And there's four of us at noon one day getting ready to go to Wrigley Field to the old ballpark. And at the hotel, I get my uh, Lincoln Continental. In fact, we went up into the uh, parking garage, brought it down there to the front, and there's four of us in the car. My friend Dave, there's uh, Cheryl Rifkin, and her former husband, Mitch Ween uh, Rifkin, whatever his name is. And we're getting ready to go. And I pull out to take off. I hit the gas. And now the computer decides, okay, full throttle, bingo, let's go. Don't you remember that? You weren't there that year. No, I was not. I was down And here. if it weren't for it, in fact, you can go, I'm telling you right now, seeing that I left my mark in Chicago right there on the pillar, on that big pillar in the middle of the parking area there. And if it wouldn't have been for that pillar, because you go right out of the street and there were hundreds of people walking, I would have killed like all of us and all of them because of the computer in the car. So anyway, I'm uh, heading out to the airport here on Friday. Get to I-95. I make my turn. All of a sudden, I hear these bells. Bing, 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 bing. Unbelievable. And I see this, and all of a sudden I feel like all the power is like uh, gone out of, from under my foot. There's like nothing. And it says flashing on my computer, reduced engine power. And I thought, oh, no, no, no crap. What an understatement that is, as in no engine power. As in now I'm coasting. Now, luckily, I'm in the right-hand lane, so I pull over, you know, and off the shoulder there, just barely getting on the expressway. And I'm wondering what, and there's all these lights, all these warning lights, bada-bing, bada-boom, and the bells are ringing. And I'm sitting there, and of course, my luck, I don't have my cell phone in that car. I left it in the red car. And like a schmuck that I am, I don't have that. So I'm sitting there, and my life is flashing before my eyes thinking, I'm going to miss the damn plane. We're going to have a, you know, stay here the whole damn weekend, which is a fate worse than death. So I reach over, turn off the ignition, and I thought to myself, well, what the hell can I do? Give it a shot. Turn it on, starts right up, and the check engine light is on, but all the other stuff is gone. No more bells, no more puking, no, and there I go. Knock on wood, okay? Off to the erasers. No problem. Come back yesterday, get in the car. Even the check engine light is finally gone. History. Everything's fine. 
I get home, I look at my owner's manual. The check engine light is on with some with some kind of a, I should have brought the thing in, emissions problem may exist. Who cares about emissions? I'm driving to work this morning, there's a diesel truck pouring out. You can't even see where you're going, it's pouring out so much damn oil. And I'm worried about emissions, nocturnal or otherwise. I mean, what the hell are we talking about here? And then, uh, well, uh, and then I'm trying to figure out what the hell that means, reduced engine power. And you know what I'm saying to myself at this point? I will never, ever drive that car again, except to the dealer to trade it in. You know how that is? I, maybe it's only me, but when you lose confidence in a car, in other words, a couple weeks ago, the lights came on, ABS braking system, check ABS, and there was nothing wrong with the ABS brakes. But the lights came on, and like uh, later on, the same day, they went out. So my computer is starting to have like little parts all over the place. And what disturbs me, it keeps bringing back the memory to me of when your computer locks in, and all of a sudden it locks in the accelerator, and bada bing, you just, and you can't stop the car. Like happened to me that one time in Chicago with that big Continental, which I should have sued their ass, because plenty of people have told me, that, oh, well, you know, uh, Ford's got a problem with that. Many Continentals we've heard about. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You're going 80 whether you want to or not. So it just has to do you lose confidence in a particular car because you have a feeling that uh, even though it's got very few miles on it, it's time to say goodbye to the Silver 97. See ya. Have a nice life. Okay, let's take our solo call here in Davy with the ten question marks. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, does Jesus need Prozac? Oh, God. How do you like that? I come back here after a wonderful holiday weekend, and there's Ron with Prozac. And that's it. That's the middle of our call. Well, George wants to uh, continue. He's going to do another three and a half hours today because obviously the impact was so tremendous yesterday. There isn't a call on the board here today. Is it real? Is it Memorex? Is it tapes? Is it George? And, of course, today being the day after Labor Day, this is like Monday. What the hell am I thinking about? I'm thinking it's Tuesday. I, I escaped Monday. No, I didn't escape Monday. Today's Monday. Only the calendar says it's Tuesday. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Is there anybody alive out there who isn't like broken down on the side of the road today? What the hell was that this morning? Am I the only one? I saw, this is the God's honest truth. This is the oh, God. honest truth. I saw more wrecks, more broken down cars this morning. And it's only like a half hour, 25 minutes from my house to work here than I've seen all summer long. All summer long put together. I saw more geeks and more problems and more wrecks this morning. It's the full moon. It's something in the year. The market's up 282 points. Here's a mobile in Parkland. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, uh, yesterday, George, happened to be a very enlightening show uh, in place of the day. Oh, great. And I'm not a Julian. I'm a Jew from Parkland. Yeah. <laughs> and Even second. the Jews like them. How do you like that? <laughs> oh, and, Second, on the cars, they own two GM cars. They have, have a Suburban and I have a Jimmy. Right. And every time I drive my wife's Jimmy, I step in the brakes, the uh, anti-lock brake light comes on. Wow. I bring it to the dealer. They look at it. There's nothing wrong. They unplug, they unplug the battery so it resets itself. I drive it out of the dealer. I, I stop. And of course, it comes on again. They don't know what you're doing. I get in my Suburban. I am driving it. My check engine light comes on. I drive up North Carolina, and uh, I brought it to the dealer there, and they're like, oh, it, it's the altitude. You know, and the, That's the altitude. Yeah, they don't like your altitude. That was exactly right. But that was really how I had to so how, But this thing, this was reduced engine power, and it's like uh, I'm, I got my foot to the floor, and that thing is just coasting off onto the shoulder, and thank God I was on a shoulder because I had uh, no power. Not reduced power, no power. Because the, compu that the computer decided that uh, something was wrong, which it was not. Right. How do you like that? We need some help. Exactly. Have a great day, pal. You too. George says, God bless you. Here's one that says, bring back the bird. Thank you, Ralph. 
Emily, what's that? Is that a yes or a no, George? <laughs> and Greg's faxes don't count either. What? Greg's faxes, even though it was positive, I threw it Greg away. Reed? No. The other chronic in the... Greg Boynton. from Boynton Beach, now up there and wherever the hell he is? Oh, wait, no, we don't want to hear from chronics. We want to hear from real listeners out there, not chronics who think that they're amateur program directors like Boca Bryan and Tom Chauvin. We don't give a crap about that. We want to hear from, like, the real meat and potatoes, the real audience out there, not a bunch of self-appointed amateur uh, program directors like that goddamn little bald-headed Boca Bryan. 1026 at 560 WQAM. You know, there's nothing as important to your business as your copy machine. You need to copy if you want. Did your mother ever tell you that you were the best and brightest? Did your father ever tell you that if you put your mind to it, you could accomplish anything you want? Did your older sister ever come home from college crying her eyes out because the world was unfair and she was stuck in a rut? Well, she was the only person in your family that wasn't a big old barrel of shit. The world is tough, and chances are you aren't the best or the brightest. And when you put your mind to things, you still come up short. To get ahead in this world, you need to cheat, lie, steal, or get breast implants. You need every little edge you can get in this rat race you call life. This message brought to you by the Society of Realists who would like to remind you that a BJ isn't a bad way to apply for a new job. 1030 at 560 WQM. Okay, the faxes are pouring in like one at a time here. 305-650-0198 is our fax number. Because we know it is uh, the first day after Labor Day. And it's like a Monday to a lot of you, and that's a good excuse. Here's one. Love George's four hours better than Tate's. Uh, another view... Uh, what? Another view Spanish? Whatever that means. What, what does that say? Fidel Castro? Oh, Bernadette Castro? I don't know who the hell is. Somebody named Castro, so get that out of here quick. Here's another yen to my doctor, Dr. Mark. George did great. Personal regards, Dr. Mark. Okay, Dr. Mark likes George. Here you go. I'd much rather hear the live, cryptic, uncircumcised than those damn tapes. Just as a note, buy a gringo a beer was a great concept. That in the call where George was talking to a female caller about how she wouldn't look at him was, uh, if he wasn't on the radio, was good radio. He did what so many hosts forget to do, act like an actual person, like a real goddamn human being, like a little, uh, whatever he is. He's no Joey Reynolds or Grego yet, but there's still time for him at this. Here's another one. George with a G and George with a J. Great show yesterday. I'm a Julio that does not speak any Spanish. Oh, thank God for that, Julio. We love you. We love you, Carlos. Tell Neil I said welcome back and when is his next vacation? Very soon, by the way, Carlos. And it goes on and on. They're pouring in here. So that goes to show you, Bluff Lindsay, you know absolutely nothing. Oh, wouldn't it be good if we just had him set up some uh, excerpts and introduce... You know, that, that could be the dumbest thing anybody has ever said to me in this business, and I've been in the business 600 years got to be so freaking dumb. Touchdown, Jesus. All right, let's hear it. I'm telling you, man, it just dawned on me the other day. Leave it to me to figure out that goddamn Shroud of Turin. I wonder if they threw a Hail Mary for it or not. We have an open line in Broward, 560-056. What is it? 5670560. I don't know what the numbers are. I've been away for three days. And pound 560 on the mobile one line. See, now I feel like, oh, sure, I want to take a nice three-day weekend. Sure, I'll cut the spots. You do the show. That's the way it is. Just give me the goddamn money. That's all. Where are we going? Here's a mobile in uh, Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, George, it's show yesterday. Great. Yeah. Especially when he was ripping into those Cubans, boy. Julio doesn't speak no Spanish. Yeah. I love it. All right. Hey, Mandich, Mad Dog, they should call him the Chihuahua now, talking all that garbage. Oh, my me. God. You know something? Oh, I, I've, seen, I've seen little girls, five- and six-year-old girls, tackled better than Michigan, man. They blow. Michigan, mierda. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
I think Mandich will be laying out for a few weeks now after that performance by the Wolverines, by the little Wolfies there on Saturday against Notre Dame and touchdown. Jesus! Man, do I get... I get so psychotic when Notre Dame wins at anything. If they win like a pinochle game, I get pissed off. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on a mobile one line. And, of course, you notice when they're over on the sidelines and they have the coaches on the, uh, on the phone, usually it's with the coaching staff upstairs. This is with the Vatican. They have the special red phone, the bad phone. The Pope is on the phone. He's not too happy with that second down call, by the way. Here's a sunrise. Hello. Sunrise. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hi, Neil. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I got a newer General Motors vehicle that did the same thing about four times. Really? And uh, basically what finally they told me at the dealership that what you need to do is crank down the gas cap when you fill up. Crank down the gas cap? Yeah, it's a pressurized fuel system, and it gets gets a different reading if that gas cap isn't tightened down. You know something? I think that probably is it. Because I had just just filled up uh, the tank like the uh, night before, and that might be it. Maybe you did it at the full service and the guy didn't crank it down or whatever. No, no, whatever. I, didn't, I didn't do it. At, I never do full service. I, uh, I did my, I pumped my own, so to speak. Well, I did that a couple of times and you just got to crank it down because you, you know, you want to hear it I didn't four crank five it down times. hard enough. Yeah, because there was nothing wrong with the car because how the hell could I have driven all the way from Ivesbury Road to the airport and then back home now yesterday if there had been any even like, you know, I'm checking all the, I'm checking everything, the oil and I'm checking the, uh, uh, temperature, every every possible thing to see if there's any problem as I'm driving under because they don't want to damage the engine, but there was nothing wrong with it. Yeah, crank down yeah, the gas cap. Put oh. a crank to it. Okay, thanks. You put got... a crank to it. There you go. There's the guy that solved my problem right off the bat and I'm ready to trade in my car just because I had to put a crank to it. Crank it down tight, baby. That's the way to do it. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. You don't have to feel compelled to call in and say that you like George better than the tapes, but I sure hope you do. But let's give a, give us an honest analyzation here. Those tapes suck. Get rid of the tapes. Number one, it's so time-consuming for him to have to make those. And it's always dated. I'm talking about stuff that happened 100 years ago. By the way, did I mention that Kevin Weeks sucks? No. I didn't mention that yet, did I? Oh, yeah, his agent is holding out Kevin Weeks, and Brian Murray's really pissed off. You know, the sad part of this whole deal is, because being in Toronto over the weekend, and by the way, American Airlines is great. Oh, Oh, thank God for American Airlines. I love them. The food is great. Their flights are great. I love American Airlines. We had a lady pilot, by the way, going up there. You ever had a lady capitano? Yes. Very good. Only she was talking too loud on the inter... I mean, I know they can't tell how loud it's coming over. Usually the problem is... And this is your cousin thing. They're 44 down there. And you can't understand what they're saying. Usually that's the deal. But she was so loud, but she was very good. So some of my old sexist views, in fact, maybe if that uh, Swiss air, I shouldn't say that. No, but he, you know, a lot of people now saying that he screwed up. You're not supposed to say that about, you know, these experienced pilots. But they're saying that when you have smoke or any kind of fire on board, you don't diddle around and, like, uh, you know, take it as nonchalantly as he did and circle around and start dumping fuel. If you're going to take a dump, that's the dump you take. And they're saying that even though he was, uh, like, only 30 miles from Halifax, that still he could have, if he descended, like, uh, what do they say, like uh, 5,000 feet per minute, for six minutes, he could have done it. And even with a heavy load. In fact, I was reading over the weekend that it's safer to crash even on a runway, on cement, than it is on the water. Because of the way the water, like, um, whatever, whatever the hell it is, the, uh, the way it makes contact with these, uh, aluminum, uh, shell of the aircraft now. But at any rate, uh, too late now, I guess. 
We have two open lines in Dade. And, of course, people are saying, well, you know, after you read about that, aren't you a little bit nervous when you get up there and fly on these planes? No. no. So Air Canada, I know you're on strike, and we hope Helene gets her job back real soon, and we love her and our friends at Air Canada, but, you know, hey, that American Airlines is uh, pretty damn good. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560. And the food, we didn't have no uh, sea wolf. We didn't have no mahi-mahi. We had damn good, two good meals on air in American Airlines. Nice going, guys. Oh. Instead of that direct they serve on Air Canada. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Alex. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Neil, before I get to George, I, I want to tell you that Saturday I was desperate for something to listen to, and I was in the car working. I was listening to um, the Syracuse-Tennessee game on QAM, Cute. driving right past your building on 441. Couldn't hear as it. As long as it's not coming out of the studio, there's no crackling, no puking, no nothing. It sounds great. Yeah. So, what, what, what do you mean as long as it's not coming out of the studio? Why, why would that have anything to do with uh, the signal? I, I guess because it was Westwood 1. I, I don't know. It, it sounded fine, though. I mean, you know. It's breaking up so bad on 441 now, I can't hear. Yeah. You, know, I can't yeah, you can hear. never hear us on 441. That's by intent. Saturday, Saturday it was fine, though. But huh. it was a football game. It wasn't anything, you know, and it wasn't a lot of Our sports shows would do a lot better if they could hear us on 441 because most of their audience is right by those gun shops. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Going done great yesterday, a lot better than the tape. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, so far it's unanimous. We don't have one person. Now, come on, it couldn't have been that good, okay? I'm sure he did a fine job, and it was my idea in the first place, and I th I'm delighted to hear it. But there's got to be somebody out there, some cryptic asshole. He really sucked, okay? Something like that. Just until uh, we don't get a big swelled head like Joe Rose. Dave lines are wide open, 5670560. Oh, Look at that. We just passed the 300 mark. The Dow is up 302 oh! points, and the NASDAQ 72. Yeah, let's get it up there about seven, 800 points, and then sell everything. And then uh, just calm down, okay? Then just sit back and relax and laugh at everybody. You know, speaking of money, Lorenzo, here's uh, Boston. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hi, good morning. Uh, I'm calling to beat up on the South Florida fans. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a dog fan up here in Boston. Um, what's the deal down there? Nice game out. last night, by the way, huh? What's that? I said nice game last night. Yeah. Actually, I was, I was reading the, uh, the article in uh, the Miami Herald this morning. There's still 5,000 tickets available. You know, the Dolphins are the only marquee team in the NFL that doesn't sell out consistently. Yeah, you know, Buffalo, as crappy as they are, Buffalo's got all their games already sold out this year, the whole yeah, season. Yeah, the Patriots are sold out for the year. Jacksonville, wait, can you give me a, you know, I'm, I'm 3,000 miles away. Why, what's the problem down there? Because this isn't what? a sports town, you know that. What do you mean, what's yeah, the problem it, down isn't here? isn't it a football town? I mean, no, it's not. Ridiculous. I, I wonder, how come the newspapers here didn't have the attendance? You know, U of M, like all these other schools, they beat up on a girls' school again Saturday, East Tennessee State. I wonder how come they didn't put the attendance, what was in there in the Orange Bowl. We were very interested to see how many showed up, and they're too embarrassed to put the attendance in there because the only time it's a real big football town is if, uh, number one, the team is winning every game, or number two, the opponent happens to be like a marquee, uh, you know, like Florida or Notre Dame or yeah, something like that. Yeah, they're going to lose the team. You know, beautiful stadium, like I say, it's a marquee team. They're going to lose that stadium. They're going to lose that team. They're going to lose what team? The Dolphins? Yeah, they, okay. I, I hear them complain. I hear everybody down there complain about Hazinger and the Marlins and this yeah. and that. I'm a Red Sox fan. I've gone 100 years without a championship. I yeah. even feel we don't complain like that. And if they, they don't show up for the hey, Dolphins listen, game, the they're not going to have a Dolphins. Just a minute. Just a minute. The Red Sox took the field last night, and your people at Fenway Park booed the crap out of them. Sir, I have two satellite dishes. I don't miss a thing. They booed the crap oh, out of them. And then, then, then when they finally came from behind, they uh, you know uh, pulled it out there. David Wells is third loss of the season, by the way. What a guy he is. You know what the difference is between the Red Sox, though? The Red Sox fans show up when the Red Sox are bad. They tell them how bad they are. Because that's a sports town. You don't have to tell me that. That's right. 
Well, buy some tickets, huh? Okay. Yeah. Try to get the Patriots to win a game, will you? All right. Okay. We'll yeah, they, they, they're just the same old crap. You know, Bledsoe, he's confused. He's wasting all his time out. It's the same old crap with him every year. We have an open line. See, these people think that the other guys at the station are the sports experts. I see more sports in one day than most of these guys see in two weeks. All these guys that pop, 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 talk a big game, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Carl Springs. Hello. Uh, morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I have a new Seville, and I have the same problem. I took it to the dealer, yeah. and I left the gas cap off at the gas station. How do you like that? It's a gas cap thing. Yeah. And here, the, and here this light is flashing. You know, I could have gotten killed in this damn thing because of the computer reduced engine power. What about if I was in the middle lane there going like 70 miles an hour, and all of a sudden it decides reduced engine power, and I can't even accelerate? Well, the, your, the computer in your car has a memory, and take it to the dealer, and the memory will read back what the problem was. The... I think my computer's got Alzheimer's. Probably. I think I got a Ronnie Reagan computer. Can I say something about Georgia? Yes, sir. He was downright, um, almost brilliant. I mean, his monologue yesterday was just great. Oh! The show was great. And anybody can get Al Goldstein calling him up and telling him how great he is. I, he has my admiration. I want to tell you, I got a tape. I'm the only person in the world who has a videotape made by Al Goldstein personally for me. How to put, how to stick the key in his apartment door in Amsterdam and open the door. And I'm going to tell you, it's a production. This thing probably up for three Academy Awards. Well, Al did something uh, for George that he wouldn't do for you. What's that? He offered him women. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's tried that with me. All right. Have a great day, pal. Yeah. This is this is on the heels of Al being in here a couple of days ago playing grab ass with me. I you know I I showered ten times when I left here that day. Oh God! Don't take it personally, Al, unless you want to. And he and as you saw how fat he was on his tape. This and this tape was only what a couple weeks ago. It was the end of August. He has put on, of course, Rose. She must be feeding him and feeding him and just, just bulking him up, getting ready for the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, oh, five, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I listened to the entire show yesterday. I give George uh, nine and a half to a ten. Wow. <laughs> it, was, it was great. You know, uh, and, you know, it, he wasn't doing the professional spec stuff. And he had a, a lot of crap to talk about. Yeah. You know, uh, he didn't have any of the chronics on. You know, we all can't be like the bird, but he didn't have any of the chronics on. And, you know, he had a, he had a lot of reasonable stuff to say. And it was great. You know, those tapes, uh, you know, the tapes, you know, you can only hear, you know, how, you know, back from Hurricane Andrew so many right, times. Right, that's right. And, you know, George did a hell of a job. Excellent. All right. Thank and, you so uh, much, sir. All right. Have a and good George said the check's in the mail. All right. Thank you. How do you like that? The verdict is almost unanimous. This audience doesn't want any part of goddamn best of tapes, worst of tapes, tape replays. I don't give a crap who it is. They suck. They absolutely positively suck. And except for those uh, rare occasions when we both have to be on vacation at the same time. And I still say if they bring in that what's-his-name, we get a 99 share. Lenny. Lenny. I can't. I've got a mental block now. Like that computer. I blocked it out of my mind. Lenny Marquez. I'm going to tell you, if we could, if for, I, we, look, budget rent a car. I realize it's a trade-out, but obviously it's a sponsor. We love them. Somebody's getting the car to drive from there. Great. We don't want to say nothing bad. They never stole a freight train. But the tag on that spot, if we could just somehow get a tape of the tag on that spot, I would be willing to pay serious money, Joe Costello, for a, 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 that tag. 
That is the most unbelievable thing I have. I, he makes Robert Grieper sound like Walter Cronkite, like Eric Severide, like Westbrook Van Voorhees. I have never heard, where do they find these people? What planet, what banana boat do they drag these people in out of? Lenny Marquette. What? What? What is this man saying? He can't even speak to say hello, and they got him recording spots to put on a radio? Oh, my God. That thing, I tell you, I just want to do all kinds of numbers in my pants. One, two, and three. And I haven't even figured out what three is yet. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on a mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, first time listener. First time listener? Yeah. Hey, listen, um, that little crack I just heard you make about the Boston fans, you got to cut that out. I'm a Miami, I'm a New England fan in Miami, and I get little all... crack I made about the Boston fans. Yeah. I said they booed the Red Sox yeah, when they came yeah, out. Yeah, they right. did, and they yeah. did. They did? Yeah, did you see the game last yeah, night? I saw the game last night. And? and well, I just want to know, why can't you guys ever sell out of the goddamn game here? We do sell out games once in a while, but if they're like winning three, four, five in a row, don't, don't, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're sir, you're not arguing with me. This is the most bogus sports town in the world. I know uh, that. Uh, Go argue with somebody who wants to argue with you, okay? Not bad enough we got the New York fan sports fan. And not only that, it's not a sports show. Go call one of the sports shows. Call Hank this afternoon. He'll hang up on you in two seconds. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one. Go back to Fenway Park, okay? Go back and shoot pigeons with Ted Williams in Fenway Park on your day off. Get out of our face. You know, now all of a sudden we got Boston fans. They finally won a game. They've been choking like a goddamn accordion, which is like they're famous for. Toronto has been, what were they, 150 games behind them with about two weeks to go. And now all of a sudden uh, Boston loses every day until they finally pulled the game out last night. And now all of a sudden they're talking uh, big crap, okay? Boston's a real city. It's a, in fact, Boston, what a coincidence. I have uh, from American Express the travel and leisure, the big thick one, the annual one where they have a poll of their 10,000 readers of people that travel all over the world and really know what uh, the world is all about as opposed to most of you who never go more than 10 blocks from home. And this year's top 25 cities in the world, which Boston is, number 20. Oh! Don't see Miami on there nowhere. Don't see any Florida cities on there nowhere. The top 25 cities in the world based on attractions, culture, people, value, and restaurants. And Boston is number 20. Oh! Which, uh, let's see, Chicago said, well, I'll give you the list in a minute. Three of them, by the way, are, are more than three of them, like uh, a bunch of them are, like in Australia and New Zealand. Well, it may be great down there, but who the hell, uh, uh, you know, who can afford ten weeks to fly down there? By the time you get there, it's time to turn around and come back. Oh, yeah, those Boston fans, we, yeah, great, okay. In the meantime, you lost your game last night. It was the same old tired stuff. I'm pulling for the Patriots and, you know, same old tired baloney. Nice field goal kicking, too, there, by the way. Hey, if there's anybody out here in this audience can kick a ball more than 15 yards, like on a straight line, you're signed up immediately. Same with the Bills there. Here, little Doug Flutie comes out there on Sunday. Little Doug Flutie, man, I love Doug Flutie because of that Hail Mary. Touchdown, Jesus! That Hail Mary threw against the Hurricanes years ago. I'll never forget that as long as I live for B.C. Comes in there, two touchdown passes for the Bills. He leads them down the field, gets him in field goal position, and Steve Christie, who blew an uh, easy field goal early in the game, he blows it wide again. You saw he pulled it. He was pulling it in the football, too. I think Lou Christie could have done a better job than Steve Christie kicking that field goal as they blow another big one. Unbelievable. Part of the, con the ongoing and continuing American tribute to mediocrity.
of paying guys a lot of money who can't do squat. 1101 at 560 WQM. So here are the top 25 cities in the world as voted by the uh, people who read Travel and Leisure, the American Express people who got a few bucks and travel around all over the place. Number one in the world, which I've never been there and I never will go there, is Sydney. Sydney, Australia. It's the only city to place in the top ten for every one of the uh, five categories. Sydney must be great, but uh, good luck to you. Number two, guess what number two in the world is, George? Amsterdam. No, Amsterdam's not Rome. on here. What? Rome. Oh! Rome, Italy, baby. Right on the heels of Sydney, number two is Rome. And if the Pope wouldn't be so damn uh, dictatorial, it would probably be number one. Number three, which, uh, Florence. How do you like that? Two of the top three are in Italy. What a concept, huh? Number four, San Francisco. Number five, Melbourne. So two of the top five of the greatest cities in the world are in Australia. Number six, Venice. And we're not talking Florida either, by the way. Venice, Italy. Three of the greatest six cities in the world are in Italy. Manjala Ganja, baby. Number seven, Paris. Followed by Vancouver. Number nine, New York. Number ten, London. Number eleven, Queenstown, New Zealand. Followed by Toronto, number twelve. Oh! And then Vienna, Jerusalem. Touchdown, Jesus! Fifteen, Christchurch, New Zealand. Boy, what a quinella that is. We got Jerusalem and Christchurch back-to-back. Followed by Chicago, Seattle. Number 18, Washington, D.C., New Orleans. Boston, number 20. Victoria, B.C., Madrid, Bangkok. Can we say that? San Miguel de Allende, Mexico. And Wellington, New Zealand, number uh, 25. So three of the top 25 are in New Zealand and two in Australia. So if you want it, you want to be where it's really good, you got to go down under. That's where it's good, is down under. It's in under the table, as long as Al's not down there. So there you go, the 25 greatest cities in the world. Rome and Florence are number two and three. I rest my case. Oh! What happened to Broward? Okay, what, what's going on here? All the Broward lines just crapped out. They're on their way to uh, Sydney. 5670560, oh, Palm 560 on the AT&T wireless line. They're busy. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry I came back. North Miami, hello. Good morning. Yes, sir. George was absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. I'm telling you. Not he, just good, he was brilliant. Oh, he, was, he, hit, he was right on the head with, uh, he was knocking his fellow... Spicks? Uh, Spicks. Yeah. And he couldn't have put it in uh, better words. I mean, just exactly how most of us think. And also... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you're talking about Doug Flutie. 
I mean, why has everybody got a knock on this guy? Because he's little. Because he's little. Little, yeah. little guys always get, uh, you know, yeah. in sports, they always, they're always putting them down. Oh, they can't do this. Yeah. You know, Ray Whitney, Stu Barnes, these guys can't play. Yeah. And there are a lot of little guys who are tremendous. they got big hearts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this guy already played in Canada, but he still he did good up there. Hey, you know, he was in the CFL for eight years with the Argonauts. Right. He was the player of the year in the league, six out of the eight years. Yeah. How can you beat that? Joe Zagaki the other day, he was, well, Zagaki sucks, okay? Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, him open up his big mouth and his opinion. Oh, if Flutie's got to play this Sunday against the Dolphins, you can count on the Dolphins winning, I swear. I'm a Dolphins fan, but I hope they lose this weekend just to shut down Zagaki up. First of all, he's not going to be starting because this rookie who played terrible, I saw most of that game Sunday. And uh, the, the kid is horrible, and so uh, the, the rookie's going to start. But uh, the Dolphin fans should hope that the the kid is healthy and that Flutie doesn't come in the game because if Flutie comes in, they're in trouble. I, I agree. Even at his age, he's 35 years old. He's still mobile. He's still elusive. He still ran for two or three first downs. He, he's a hell of a competitor. Well, let me tell you something again about George. But I don't know if he's sucking up here. But Go ahead. Buff Lindsay, I mean, God, how can he even put him in the same category as them punky little sports geeks at night? Because he doesn't know the difference. Exactly. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a great day, pal. There you go. Yeah, we like putting the kids on the air, giving them a chance, the kids. Yeah, we're not talking about 5- and 10-year-old kids, okay, Duff? They put on the air like that Lenny Marquez. Jesus, God, and Joseph. Two open lines in Broward, one in Dade. 5670560, Palm 560 on the AT&T line. Mobile in Miami. Hello? Mobile in Miami. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going today, buddy? Okay, buddy. I was uh, flipping the TV the other night, and uh, I saw George Bush on TV. And uh, they was interviewing him on how he lost the election to Clinton the first year. Mm-hmm. And then they had the, um, the guy who was the special counsel. Remember when they was um, investigating the Iran, what, country fair? Yeah, Walsh. Yeah, and, um, and then they had, I didn't know that they had indictments for them guys right at the time of the election. And Bush was saying that, that the Democrats is messing them up, and that's why Clinton is going through what he's going through and everything like that, but I don't see it. You don't see what? This is all payback. This is payback for that, and it's payback for Watergate. You got one of yeah. ours, we're going to get one of yours. They've been looking to get this guy out since the day before he even got in. And then uh, they asked the special counsel that was the uh, Democrat special counsel, asked them, uh, do they feel that Clinton should be subpoenaed? They said no, because compared to Iran-Contra's scandal, to that there, Clinton thing is personal. So right. they said, you know, if you, want to do, if you want to do it, that's his personal life. Amen. You know? Okay, pal. And, uh, I know. You take care. God bless El say- Presidente. Hey. God bless the USA and get on here. Yeah, it's a bunch of bull crap, and I still want to know the media, very selective. How come we're not hearing a lot more about Dan Burton, this pious, righteous, right-wing son of a bitch from Indiana who's uh, screaming and yelling and calling the president a scumbag? How come we're not hearing about more about him that fathered this illegitimate child while he was married? And how come we're not hearing a lot more about Pat Robertson, who had a kid that was, uh, you know, born 10 weeks after they got married? What? That must have been another touchdown, Jesus, another immaculate conception, another miracle. You look, next time they show you a picture of that shrouded Turin, his hands are like straight up in the air. It's got nothing to do with being crucified. I mean, who for crying out loud better in the world to call a touchdown than Jesus? Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello. Buenos dias. ¿Cómo está? Great. How was Toronto? Toronto was great. Did you get cleaned up? Did I want to get cleaned up? <laughs> cleaned off? Never been there, though. I've been to Montreal. Oh, I would not go there. Too much I, I didn't like it, no. Toronto's great. Toronto's the uh, number 12 greatest city in the world, right. according to the people that know something. Right. Quebec uh, is even worse. 
What is it? Quebec. Is worse than Montreal? Oh, yeah. Too many frogs. Yes. Yeah. So George did good. Okay. Did Even though he picked on his picks a little bit? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, they, great. They deserve it. Okay, amigo. Okay, see you Hasta later. Bye. So we're, how come we're not hearing from any women today? That's pretty unusual. Off the air. What do you mean off the air? They don't want to oh, go with on. phone numbers? What do you mean they don't want to go on the air? You know, they don't no, have time. No, that blah, doesn't blah. count, okay? I know. It doesn't that count. doesn't count. What kind of a pussy or whipped uh, thing is that? We got women calling in here off the air. Oh, you were wonderful, George. Nobody cares about you whispering it in unless you're given a phone number. Most of you are too old anyway. not interested. Two open lines in date. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T line. Still can't get over what a fruitcake Rob Kaplan looked like on that thing last night. God. Oh, yes. You better call Neil. He's, uh, I mean, come on. Butch up, sweetheart. It's after 11 at 560 WQM. What do we got going on today? Anything? We got anybody on here this afternoon? Hank here? What's going on? Oh, Jesus. Nothing there. Sorry. No schedule. Well, you know, it's a holiday weekend. I guess Bluff Lindsay couldn't be bothered sending us over a schedule for later on, which I assume Hank is on today from uh, somewhere, but I'm not sure where. The Sporting Brews. From the Sporting Brews because it's Tuesday. But we don't have no schedule over here because uh, that's the way it is, because Bluff Lindsay probably was on another busman's holiday. We have two open lines in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 in Pound 560 on the AT&T line. The faxes are pouring in. Here's one that's, uh, I can't believe, Santana, formerly of Pierce Leahy. Remember those faxes that used to come in from Pierce Leahy, like real chronic, like 8 million of them? Thank you so much, Santana, whoever the hell you are. Your music sucks, by the way. Here's one that says, George was fine. At least he had a show and didn't take requests like the bird, didn't play the rack. He sounded like an adult. In other words, as opposed to like uh, some of the kids we have on the air here. He was no Goldie with a squeaky voice or Hank's board ops or producers that sound like three-year-olds. Amen. Why does the station continue to have kids do the baseball show before the pregame show with Berg, with Boog, with Berg, Boog Berg? I'll tell you why, because if they had an adult in here, they'd have to pay him some real money. Why does this station have kids do spots that people pay good money for? There oh. is a real good question that I've been asking for the last eight months and several odd days since we've been here. George was not boring, but could use a little life for future shows. My only problem is he's constantly referred to you as the old man or the old fat man or something like that, which is the nicest thing most people say about me. Here's another one from uh, a lawyer, no less. Alan, dear Uncle Neil, loved George yesterday. However, beware of the Ides of Julio. Suggest you immediately go out and rent All About Eve before it's too late. Okay. Or rent Adam and Steve before it's too late. Isn't that what it was? Oh, speaking of Adam and Steve, what I do with that letter to the editor? Oh, here it is in the Herald today. Because these newspapers just can't give up on this conversion bullcrap. I mean, they're obsessed with this. And here's a letter from Charles Burge, rhymes with purge in Pompano Beach. Campaign not intolerant. Homosexual activists are trying to shut down the Center for Reclaiming America's Truth in Love ad campaign. The point is that homosexuals can change. Thousands have. <laughs> Those who have are thankful that someone offered a way out. Why is it, why is that intolerant or hateful? Seems to be the most decent thing to do. The last sentence of this letter seems to be the most... Well, I got news for you, Charles Bergie, Bergie, and Papado Beach, Pergie. How about being a decent guy and turning into a homosexual? If homosexuals can become heterosexual, then how come heterosexuals can't just say, Poof, I'm going to be a homosexual, huh? It seems like the decent thing to do, asshole. You idiot. What for? It seems like the decent thing to do. Yeah. We have two open lines in date. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Anybody ever been in uh, Sydney, Australia or Melbourne? I mean, if it's the greatest city in the world, we'd like to find out what else is going on there that's so great. 
Here's uh, Moral Gables. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, tuned in yesterday thinking I'd only tune in for like 20 minutes or so just to check it out. And you were glued to it. I, I actually was. It was, All really, right. it was entertaining, pretty, very interesting. But uh, he, was talking right. to, he was talking to Tonic there about how great uh, Montana was and seeing it's crazy. So Montana? I didn't think he knew anything about football. <laughs> well, this whole, this Cuban from Montana, I think it's so great. But I, I want him to know Montana this Ted, sucks. Ted, Ted Kaczynski and, uh, you know, that guy who shot up the Capitol They police. all go up there because people mind their own business. <laughs> yeah. Other people. people mind their own business, just like in Arizona while they're building bombs, yeah. Yeah, Montana Freeman. I mean, a couple of loons, a bunch of loons living up there. Mm -hmm. but they're right. in the eastern part anyway. And they all have orange hair. They look like Bugshaw, but they all have orange hair. and look like they've been doing inbreeding for about 500 centuries. Right. So I thought that might just uh, be something to be aware of. But... Well, see, George, that, this is always... Been, I've, I've always known either. this. I don't dwell on it. But George's biggest problem is that he spent most of his life in Montana... Uh, North Carolina and Florida. So you put that together, I mean, uh, what do you expect? Yeah, he's damaged goods. He just can't afford to go anywhere. Well, I mean, if they ever decide to pay him anything, uh, that'll be a different story. Hey, I saw something on Discovery Channel on Sunday night about yes, the post office. Yeah. Uh, about thefts and all that. And they had one piece. They had one piece where a postal inspector gets called out and a uh, temporary postal delivery guy had dumped his whole sack of mail in a dumpster. Yeah. And I was wondering maybe uh, your mail was in there. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Okay. Sorry about that. Man. Thanks for the good news. Bye. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but you know something? I don't care anymore. Just like uh, just like Chris Darden said, it's uh, I don't give a shit anymore. That's exactly the way I feel. I got the, the mail is coming very slowly and it's dribbling along, and uh, so far, I you know my credit hasn't been ruined yet. It's getting close, but not yet. Two open lines in date five six seven oh five sixty pound five six. I, I still want some women on here. What is with you women? I give you something of substance, something specific, a very easy question. Were you listening when George was on yesterday? No. Oh, well, I guess you don't have an opinion. Then. No, certainly you were listening. You were glued to that goddamn radio. Was it good? Was it bad? Was it better than those tapes? Is this something we ought to be doing when Neil goes on vacation? Yes, no, maybe. Do you have an opinion? No. About anything? God. I bet you they all eloped with uh, Pat from the track. They all ran off together. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We've been on for an hour twenty minutes. Not one woman, not one, has had the courage. Unless they all hated you like poison. That's possible. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Questions. Okay. Has anybody seen Mandage since the Michigan game? No. He's not been around. Is he on the air today? No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, also, I feel kind of left out. I was. I was out of town yesterday. I, I would tell you if he was on the air if I had a schedule here, but I have no schedule, so I can't tell anybody anything. Okay, sir. I haven't. Uh, I didn't get to hear George yesterday. I was wondering if it was going to be on Whammy in the next couple of days. Yeah, uh, tomorrow night. It'll be tomorrow night. Which unfortunately is my racetrack night. I'm not going to stay home just to see uh, George Rodriguez. I can see him here for free every day. Uh, also, where can I get the best of George uh, CD? That's coming out. That he's working on it right now. All right, thanks, Neil. Okay. <laughs> Here's the best of George. Okay. We have an open line in Broward, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Oh, finally, we got a lady on there. Let's put her on right away before she runs away. Hello, lady in Miami Lakes. I ain't gonna run away, Neil. Okay, good. I listened yesterday. Yes. She was great. Yeah. He's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh huh. He isn't Neil Rogers, uh -huh. but he's better than your re your reruns. Right. So I was on the way back from Leesburg, and I listened on the radio, and it it was good. Thank God. Oh, it was great. All right. Have no a great day. No more reruns. Thank you so you much. You too. Bye. Okay. See, that was pretty easy. 
That, and you don't have to agree. Maybe you thought he sucked yesterday. If we had anybody who said that George sucked, no. that the tapes are better, no. that they uh, wish that he would die and uh, die a wicked death, uh -huh. well, that's a different story. Open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. Have we had anybody who's ever been in Sydney, Australia? No. You think we're going to get anybody? No. Anybody ever been in Melbourne? I don't mean Florida. I mean like Australia? No. That, that's pro You know something? That's probably why those places are so great, because the people from down here uh, don't ever go there. Here's a lady mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. I didn't hear too much of his show yesterday, but what I heard he was talking about getting a bunch of tampons. And how proud he was of, like, getting a big box of tampons for his wife. And I turned it off. Why is that? I just tampons didn't want to hear about it. He was giving it. them away. Well, you don't want to hear about tampons? No, it wasn't interesting, so oh. I turned it off. Okay. So you didn't like it? No. Okay. Well, at least you're honest about it. We, we don't want to have a subtest here. I didn't hear more. Who the hell so. wants to hear about a bunch of stupid tampons anyway? Maybe it got better. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Come on, you got to take a few shots. We don't oh, want fine. I know that makes them very nervous sucking. when she... men know about their stuff. Hey, look, don't you understand? Because I have people that tell me all the time, bags, whatever, and the women are out there, ah, ha, ha, that's very funny. But as soon as you say something about women, see, I hate to break the news to you, but people are people. There's good women, there's bad women, there's smart women, there's dumb women. And then, of course, there's Pat at the track. You wait till tomorrow night. When I go there tomorrow night, I'm going to say, I want 57 programs. Why do you need 50? No, no, don't ask any questions. Ted Snell I could, uh, said I could have as many as I want. I want 162. I want all you got. However many simulcast programs, what do you want them for? Because I'm going to sell them. I'm going to open up Neil's discount program stand. Instead of two bucks a pop, I'm going to sell them for a buck a pop, which will cover my losses with a few bucks to spare. Now we're talking oh! at... But it's true. Women, uh, uh, I guess, be, I don't know what the excuse is. Maybe they've been conditioned differently or whatever it is. But they get very, very sensitive when you start picking on any woman, even if it is some psychotic bitch. But I wasn't picking on them. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about me. This isn't all about you. Just because you did one show, mister, it isn't all about you yet, okay? Next week, here's Hollywood. Hello? Hollywood. Neil. Yes, sir. This is one of your old listeners from about eight or ten years ago. It's been away. Yes, sir. And I just caught you last week on that 69 channel. On Whammy, yes. On Whammy and found out where you are on 560. Oh, thank God. See, that Whammy comes in good for something. Yeah, at least I found you that way. Uh-huh. I uh, used to have a sidekick by the name of Bird, and you used to be ranting about Jeff Stryker all the time back in the old days. Uh-huh. Whatever became of either one of those two? Jeff Stryker's uh, a... He's a has-been porn star. He's a washed-out old queen, I guess. And the bird is uh, the same. The bird is the same. <laughs> and, and another thing, I've been to Sydney. I mean, the same as he was. I'm one of the guys that have been to Sydney. Yes. But only to make connections to go to Brisbane. Oh. Uh, so I only spent a day in Sydney. To me, it was sort of a provincial little town. Well, I shouldn't say a little town. It's a pretty big city. This was like uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. And well, how do you know that? Nice. But how do you know that if you only uh, made connections there? Well, I was there for a day. Oh, I see. I missed the connection on the way back, and I had to spend the night in Sydney. Mm -hmm. So I had a full day and a uh, full 24 hours in Sydney. Right. And uh, I walked around, checked things out, and it's uh, it's a nice town. But too far, like too far away from uh, from here for me. Uh, oh yeah, it's uh, it's like 24 hours. Oh, right. no way. It's it's a long, long way. But I'm glad to see you back on the on the dial again. Okay, great. And uh, I love you because you don't hold anything sacred, or okay. almost anything sacred. And God bless us all. 
Right. Have a great day. You too. See ya. Bye-bye. There's a guy that's been in Sydney. Thank God for that. We got one. He was there for one day. He said, eh, that was enough. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. Uh, how can they put Sydney above Rome? That's sacrilegious to me. They don't got no Pope in Sydney. Maybe that's why they're above it. In fact, if they would ship the damn Pope out of Rome, Rome would be number one. Oh. That's right. All the Romans would be running around. We're number one, God damn it. Sono numero uno. But instead of that, we got this uh, crappy old guy with a dress and a silly cap. How can anybody respect a guy with a silly cap? Oh, oh, jeez. Uh, you know something? Let me criti critique George, okay? Because I'm sure the show was great, but, you know, there's such a thing as being a little too antiseptic. So George cleaned up in here. I mean, did he clean up in here, or did he clean if up in here? these people had any idea... What? You're always bitching about the space to put things. Well, no wonder you had every square inch of that countertop full of crap. Well, let me ask you something. Is there anything that I need to have immediately that I can put back in the space you're talking about? The answer is no. No. Plus, I got this stupid black sheep with a uh, with a uh, raw ass back there. What the am I? What am I going to stick back there? I'm not going to uh, get anywhere near that damn thing. God only knows who's been uh, abusing that thing over the weekend, having their way with it. Had to wipe it off for half an hour this morning before I finally had the, the guts to put that back up again on the TV thing. I'm just trying to get the right shirt. How about a green schmott? I don't think I've ever worn this. Oh, man, I feel so Jewish now. Oh, I got a green yarmulke on now. Let's hear it. I'm all set for St. Patty's Day, for Shavuos, for Sukkot, for Pesach. I'm all set for the best of now, baby. I got my green schmott on now. Well, I almost forgot about that. Thank you, sir. It's 1125 & 560-QAM. CD available now. Oi! It's 1130 at 560 WQAM. Now this, uh, are we going to be able to play this off the death that you just recorded? After the next break. After the next break. I'm going to tell you, you better call all your friends, everybody you know, get out the phone book, just start calling randomly in the white pages. We got the best of Lenny Marquez, baby. Oh! Oh, God. By the way, Jackie Lee, speaking of very exciting things, is going to trial facing charges of harassing trainer. We had a call on this on Friday. The unctuous Jackie Lee, the pain-in-the-ass Jackie Lee. He's an asshole. Right. The voice of Freehold Raceway, which he'll be proud to tell you, by the way, and a real pain in our ass with the postcards and phone calls, and you can't get rid of them. Uh, we'll go on trial today at Freehold Bureau Municipal Court on charges that he harassed top harness trainer George Anthony with a series of offensive and derisive letters. The letters ranged from crude sexual references to messages mocking Anthony's training career and his abilities. None were signed or included a return address. One pictured a 500-pound naked woman and suggested that the woman wanted to have anal and oral sex with Anthony. Several others, which included words cut out of newspapers pasted on the paper, blasted Anthony as an incompetent trainer and made fun of any setbacks he had on the racetrack. Anthony, 48, is nicknamed the King. Most of the letters mockingly referred to him as the Burger King. Anthony claims that Lee also signed him up for several unwanted credit cards and various book clubs and so on. The unctuous Jackie Lee. He's an asshole. Exactly. Here's a South Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Are you Neil? Yes, I am. Uh, I was uh, listening to you a little earlier, and you had a list of uh, 
<laughs> cities you were going down, 25 top cities? Travel and leisure. It's a survey of 10,000 world travelers, the 25 top cities in the world. Right. Well, how can I get a hold of that list? Meaning what? Well, uh, how can I, get, can I get a copy of it? Yeah, you can buy Travel and Leisure at like any of the uh, newsstands. Travel and Leisure. It's the September issue. September issue. Right uh, on the, you can't miss it. It says the world's best awards right on the front. It's a special issue. Well, where would the stand be located? Where would the stand be located? In like in front of the bookstore or something? In Sydney, in Sydney would be good, yeah. Okay, we have two open lines to paint your bald spot. Two open lines in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It, it's uh, probably wherever you'd be standing. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, uh, for, first, as far as where the women are, you know that Playgirl just issued their Leonardo DiCaprio uh, nude picture issue. <laughs> and it, what, yeah. it, what it really is, there are scenes from that uh, first flick he was in, kind of an underground flick where he's deep throat and Christopher Lee. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. Yeah. Hey, don't disparage old uh, DiCaprio there. Oh. Listen, God, as as George is what a little screamer that is. Let me ask you, with George, have you ever seen George and Joey Reynolds in the same room together? Well, what does Joey Reynolds have to do with George? He, uh, uh, listen, when he gets excited, you know, his voice goes up like that. Yeah. And I, as soon as Good I heard point. that, I said, yeah. Joey Reynolds. Uh-huh. Where's Joey? Okay, good. Okay, excellent point. There you go. There's a good shot for you. You've been compared to Joey Reynolds. Oh, my God. That's the lowest blow of them all. The lowest blow of them all, Joey Reynolds. I am that hemorrhoid. And George. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Maybe he was getting excited. Maybe he was getting emotional, okay? Maybe uh, Fat Joe was in there flashing at him or something. What do I know? I know well, we're going somewhere, but I have no idea where it is. Is there some special reason why none of these are, like, saying anything? Like, uh, well, we'll take Miami. Hello? Miami. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, uh, George's show yesterday. Yes. He hit it right on the head with all these women. They're all just, uh, looking for money. And, uh... Oh, so he not only ripped the spicks, he ripped women yesterday? Oh, yeah. Oh, no wonder we're not hearing from any women today. That's we probably why. chased, we had a two-sharing woman. Next book, we're going to have like a, 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 we're going to owe points. There you I go. I did not rip women. Chase all the women here. away. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, if you could play that song, Ganja Be Good. Okay. Maybe I will, and maybe I won't. We'll see. We have two open lines in date, 5670560. The market's up 243.82. It sounds very exciting, but it was up over 300 before, and it's not even noon yet. So don't get too excited, okay? Don't get too excited one way or the other. Because I'm sick and tired of watching CNBC. I'm sick and tired of every magazine, every newspaper article. Latin America's going in the crapper. Russia's in the crapper. Asia's in the crapper. We're on the verge of going in the crapper. Alan Greenspan said this, and this one said, I can't stand it. Just give me my money, and uh, that's it. No more gambling. No more gambling with your hard-earned money, because that's all that these stocks are. And all you stockbrokers out there, you should shang, shang your heads in shame. And hang them, too. Oh yeah, they're all uh, they're all advisors. They're all experts, and we got the bulls and the bears and the bull and the bear. Yeah, and it all smells the same. Okay, just give me my money back. Let me put it in the bank at two percent until my bank goes bust. Here's Key West. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. Spent a month in Australia last fall. It was the best trip I ever took. Really? It was terrific. What's so great about it? All right, Sydney. Well, I went to Sydney, uh, Melbourne, and Adelaide. Adelaide was the pits. Yeah. Melbourne and Sydney were great. The setting, the people, the food, the dollar is better than the Canadian dollar. 
it's like a dollar seventy-five you get mm-hmm. back for a, for a for a U.S. buck. Yeah. Uh, it was just it was just unbelievable. It was just unbelievable. I've been to Rome three times. I've been to Amsterdam a couple of times. And it was the best time I ever had. The people were just great. They were really? Just, they couldn't be friendlier. Uh, nobody was uptight about anything. It's the most tolerant place. It's terrific. It's uh, similar. It's the closest thing to it that I've been to is Vancouver, which is just a great place. I hear nothing but good. I've never been there, but I hear it's a and great. It's a long, it's a long trip. But the way to do it, I mean, you fly a lot. Yeah. Let's get frequent flyer miles. Uh huh. I flew first class on Qantas with 125,000 miles. Uh, it was like you died and went to heaven on this flight. It was just super. And, uh, you know, if you save up your miles, the, the, the airfare is $13,000 round trip first class. 13000 Oh, you Round trip Australia. first class. But if you go frequent flyer miles, it's free. Right. And, uh, I mean, you just have $13,000 round trip first, first class? class? You can fly the Concorde from here to Europe for less than that. Well, sure you can, but you're going a long way. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the service is great. They fly you first class on American or U.S. Air out to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And then it's, uh, you stop in uh, New Zealand and then on to uh, Melbourne or Sydney, and it is just, just the best. Just the best. I'll tell you one thing. American Airlines uh, won, uh, got more respect for me this last weekend because Air Canada went on strike. Well, you were lucky. And I'm going to tell you, American is great. I, I had forgotten. I had nothing but great experiences on American Airlines. You were, out, you were out to Vancouver, weren't you? No, I was not. Oh, I thought you went out there a couple of years ago. No. About, oh, get up there. I'm telling you. It is just... It's gorgeous. The mountains down to the water. It's uh, really uh, planned. Instead of Toronto, go to Vancouver once. Instead of Toronto? Instead of Toronto. Instead of Toronto, the 12th greatest city in uh, the world? Look at the rank. Where are the rankings? Where's where's Toronto? Where's Vancouver? Toronto is number 12. Vancouver is, um, where the hell is it again? Eight or nine, I think you said. Is that what I said? I think you said eight or nine. Vancouver is number uh, eight. You're right. American, um, American flies to Vancouver. You go through Dallas. And uh, well worth it. Well, George did so well yesterday. I think uh, tomorrow sounds like a good stay day. At the, stay at the Hotel Vancouver, which is a Canadian Pacific hotel right yeah. in the center of town. And uh, you will have a ball. Okay, I'm on my way. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, Dade County's open the entire thing. 5670560. Oh, Neil. Okay, sir. Hey, uh, you know, you mentioned something about uh, five minutes ago about that... Uh, individual being charged uh, for those uh, unsigned letters and everything. Jackie Lee, yes. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you, uh, if there was a 500-pound woman around, I think she probably would do oral, oral and anal sex. I, I think that probably limits the field. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Could be. Okay, number, number two. I know Al Goldstein's ready. <laughs> number two, i got to take Detroit over Jerusalem. I don't care what you say. I, I don't know how Jerusalem Detroit. got Detroit? <laughs> Detroit? Got to be Detroit. Okay, now, you, you mentioned a name last week. Um, you mentioned Van Patrick, and that brought back old memories. The Philadelphia Eagles, yes. Absolutely. How about we had Bud Lynch at the same time with he shoots, he scores? Well, Bud Lynch is still, uh, he does the PA, you know, at the uh, at the uh, Joe. That's right, that's Joe right. Mama. But tell me he didn't have the greatest he shoots, he scores. No, he did not. Well, he had one of the best. He, he was okay. Yeah. He uh, was so better had... than Bruce Martin. Yeah, Bruce was good. No, he was weak. How about Ernie Harwell? Ernie Harwell's great. And yeah. you know, I, I don't understand. You know, Ernie Harwell, when they were doing the preseason games this year, now that Fox has taken over all these ball games, uh, I don't know what the hell happened to Ernie Harwell. I see him like once in a blue moon, and the rest of the time they got these other goofballs doing the Tiger game. Uh, he's, he was great. He still is great. He was great. Even without his teeth. All right, how about Dick Burton? How about him? What do you think? Love Dick. I think I still remember when he called the Russian embassy trying to get a hold of the... Uh, 
prime minister for something, I was peeing in my pants. The guy's hilarious. Unbelievable. Yeah. And last, lastly but least, I, I don't uh -huh. know if you noticed this. You're a, you're a web surfer, I know. I'm a what? A web surfer. You know, you, I'm sure you go on the Internet and look at sites and stuff. Not have you really. seen all the sites that have some kind of Christian, um, you know, uh, click here, you know, God.com, or, or a lot of these sites are actually have been put together by some Christian coalitions and different no. Christian... It's unbelievable. Really? I mean, I'd rather keep my kids away from those sites than the porno sites. Yeah. Because I'm afraid, you know, we, we, we got the uh, the right-wingers again trying to use the Internet just like they're using the 7-Eleven Club to, you know, to brainwash the, the nation. Well, as soon as I get the message out, in fact, we should put that message on the Internet that Jesus was just signaling a touchdown. That's the reason his arms were up in the air. That was it. As soon as we get that out, we'll get rid of all that crap. The reason he was around was speaking for Notre of, Dame. Speaking of Dick Purton, by the way, I want you to go back to your radio and listen to something. Okay. Okay? All right. And have a great day. Thank you. Well, with all the attention that rap music has been getting as far as involvement in political issues, we thought it would be only fair to have a representative from the rap community join us to tell their side of the story. So with me in the studio now is Bill Clinton's favorite rapper, Sister Soldier. Good morning, Sister. Oh, my God. Am I really on the queue? Mm -hmm. <laughs> First of all, I thought you played all the best hits without the hard rock and rap. Well, that's what they tell me. Yeah. Well, like, how can you have the best hits without rap? Like, everybody knows that rap is the only music. Well... It is just so cool. Mm -hmm. Like, all my girlfriends go, like, did you hear the new Hammer Rap? And then I go, like, no. And, like, they go, oh, my God. <laughs> really? Well, sister, let's get on to the political controversy. Did you say black people should take a week and, and kill white people? No way! Like, that is so totally wrong. Oh, you good. could not be more wrong. Good. Well, what did you say? Like, I don't know. I didn't write it. Oh, you didn't? Could I be any more controversial? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh -huh. I'm on the cover of Newsweek magazine, yeah. and, like, none of my friends read Newsweek. They don't? Wow. Well, you know, you sound different on the radio than you do at press conferences. I'm too sure you are totally out in left field with no myth. Really? I just want to be, like, one of the homegirls uh -huh. and date a gang member. You do? Like, they are totally awesome. Yeah. But, like, I'm not one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Oh. Like, they go all the way on the first drive-by shooting. They do? No way. Like, they never respect them after. Well, thanks for being with us, sister. Uh, so, play my record, okay? Uh -huh. It's, like, even cooler than A.K. Breaky Heart. Four minutes till noon at 560. We haven't heard from uh, Dick in a long time, have we? And Dick Purton either. And now that we're... Oh, and I forgot. We're back on here in Fort Myers. And uh, did you get any calls from over there yesterday? Uh, no. Oh. Did we get any calls from over there today? No. Saying that you're back on 770? We're so ecstatic to have you back on uh, 770, Neil? No. Did we get any calls about that? Because we're only on from 10 to noon, you know. We only got 11 and a half minutes to go. In Fort Myers, 567, that's 305, 5670560, and pound 560 on the AT&T line. It would sure be, uh, well, maybe they just haven't discovered yet. Like all of a sudden, everybody's going to wake up. Oh, guess what? They put Neil back on there on uh, 770. It'll take like four or five months, and by that time, they'll have two more letters from David Kane, and they'll say, oh, we better take it off. Here's a mobile in Lauderdale Lakes. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Seven years in Australia. Yes. Wonderful. Although New Zealand's much more beautiful. But the fun part of Australia, yeah. people there work to recreate. They don't work to work. Uh-huh. They come home from work, and they want to talk about recreation and partying. Here they come home, and they talk about work. But yeah. Goes very well with your molester ad too. I mean, uh, yeah, yep, went very well. Have you ever been to King's Cross? To what? King's Cross. What the hell is that? In Sydney. Oh, well, I've never been to Australia. I've never been uh, down under. If you, yeah, well, I don't know about that part. I've been down under, but not down there under there. There you go. 
uh, Australia and New Zealand. Beautiful. Kings Cross is a great, uh, it's uh, equivalent to South Beach. Yeah. Uh, great clubs, great uh, food, uh, great, uh, well, shall we say, it's homosexual okay. activity. Oh, great homosexual activity? Oh, we oh, got yeah. enough of those here. Okay, thank you. Okay, there's a professional queen. We have an open line in day two in Broward, 567. Now we understand what this is all about. That's why San Francisco with number four on here. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Kendall. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Neil? Yes. Hi. Oh, f first, let me congratulate you on, I think you were Lenny Bruce reincarnated. Uh-huh. He was my idol. Or maybe Gary Bruce. No, I didn't. Or maybe I'm Lenny Marquez reincarnated. Could be, whoever he is. Mm -hmm. um, everyone's calling up about Australia. I think there is a country two and a half hours from there, if you've never been there, yeah. called Costa Rica. Costa Rica. And uh, it's paradise. And by the way, that's one of the Latin American countries that isn't having a big currency problem, and they're uh, having a big year, and their stock market is way up, and they're doing real great? Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. If you like, if you like snorkeling and you like scuba diving and you like uh, all of that crap and nature, and I'm not into that. Well, they also have a lot. If of... If I want to do that, I can go to Cape Coral. They also have a lot of gambling casinos. They do. They have a lot of horse racing tracks. Yeah. And um, they have a lot of nice nightclubs and they have a lot of nice things to do at night. In San Jose. And around San Jose. Yeah. It's it's kind of a wide open city. Uh, everything is legal. Yeah, but is it one of these Latin American countries when you fly there, you go to the airport and you feel like you're in some kind of a paramilitary operation and they're all standing there with their Uzis and looking at you with real dirty looks and like, uh... There, are no, there is no army in Costa Rica. Really? The army oh! was, Great. The army was banned in 1948 at the exactly the same day that Israel became a nation. Oi! And, uh, I, I'm just telling you, it was, as one guy to another guy, if you want to go to a country and have a great time... Yeah. And do whatever you want, yeah. day or night. Right. Costa Rica is a place. Okay. 74 every day and 62 every night. I'm on my way. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm on my way to San Jose. Let's call Dion Warwick. Or let's just call Schmoe Griffin. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And uh, I don't want to hear any more about Australia. It's boring. Huh? Why did I even... Well, I just brought it up because I mentioned the list, okay? And, of course, it happened to be on there. But I'm not ever going there. I'm not going anywhere that it takes 24 hours to uh, get there. In addition to which, what was one of the other cities? Bangkok, was that on there? was like number uh, 23 in Thailand. All you pedophiles spend a lot of time over there, which is out of my league. And number two, if I want to see a bunch of uh, gooks, I'll go to uh, Toronto and see all the beautiful gooks you'd ever want to see, man. I mean, what the hell you got to go all the way to Bangkok to see uh, gooks? Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Or you can go to Amsterdam and see all the gooks you want. And go to those Chinese restaurants where they use lots and lots of pepper and lots and lots of MSG, and you wind up with a bruised... All right. No, a bruised... Yeah, that. See, you even moved this over just a little tiny bit. <laughs> I hey, I wish I got a way in yeah, pull for my it. short little arm. Uh-huh. Here's uh, Weston. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. How you Yes, doing? sir. Okay. I wanted to tell you, George was way better than the tapes. He did a great job. There you go. It's unanimous. Oh! Except for that one woman that got upset when she heard the word tampon. Yeah. And one other thing. You said Air Canada. I thought you said Air Canada a couple times was on strike. They are. That's Northwest, isn't it? No, that's uh, Air Canada also. Oh, I didn't know that because yes. my, my father-in-law had tickets to Toronto in two weeks. 
On Air Canada? Yes, on Air well, Canada. Well, I hate to break the news to you, but he better check alternatives or call them because they're not even talking. Well, I'll call today for him. Trust me when I tell you. And one other thing, dry concept? Yeah. Did the carpets in my house? Yes, sir. Beautiful. The I'm, best. I'm going to tell you right now, I had schmutz and mung and all kinds of crap in my carpet. And I was I was on the verge of buying new new carpet. Right. And after they finished, it was just it was unbelievable. There you I go. have to tell you, and the same guy that did my carpet, he said he did your house. Right. So beautiful job, and I highly recommend. Excellent. All right, thanks, thanks a lot, pal. I put that kid in the microwave. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade one in Broward five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Are we going to Australia? No. Are we going to New Zealand? No. Forget about it. Who the hell needs to be flying twenty and twenty four and twenty five hours? I couldn't, I couldn't stand it. Flying back from uh, Europe, from Rome, like, you know, direct from Rome to Miami on Alitalia, ten and a half hours. That's plenty, okay? That's about as long as I can endure. I can handle it. I'm used to it. I've made that trip many, many, many times. But that's enough. That's my limit. Can you even imagine flying 24 hours on a goddamn plane? No. Why not? Why not what? Five days, four nights by bus, seven times across the country. Ah. Uh. But we have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T. I'll tell you what I do like, though, in Europe is the trains. The trains are great. See, I always had an aversion to trains because many, many years ago when I went to college, I think the last time I was on a train in this country, I was going from, like, Rochester to uh, somewhere, Lansing, I guess it must have been, on a train in a, through a snowstorm in Buffalo. And the train, and we had to stop and got stuck and Potsky around. It took me forever and it was a nightmare. And so that kind of soured me a little bit about trains, just like that thing with my Corvette soured me on computers and cars about the reduced engine power. Reduced engine power? No good! God Almighty! Crap. That was a good comeback. No crap, Sherlock. I'm, I'm, I got my floor to the, uh, the thing and my foot, too. And that car is like coming to a screeching halt. Reduced engine power, huh? <laughs> so you tend to get uh, turned off on things a little bit. Like when Al Goldstein was down here humping the chair the other day. It's 11.56 at 5. WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Johnny Dykes, Hank Goldberg be here, too, from the, uh, what is it, Sports Brews, uh, Sports? Sporting Brews. Sporting Brews. Like I said, oh, from the Sporting, sporting News, news. From the Sporting Brews, I know Tim Robbie and the Gatsa Mishpacha from 2 to 6. See, it would be a lot easier if I had a schedule here, but Bluff Lindsay, he's, uh, diddling. He's maybe out auditioning new, uh, talent. We have an open line in Broward, two in Dade, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Hello. Hello. Hello, Neil. Happy Purim. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. Uh huh. Thanks for calling. I, I want to tell you. I've Thanks been... for calling. Yes. yes. I've been to Sydney, Australia. Really. And it took 25 hours. Oh, too long for from me. From there to San Francisco. And then they put me in a hotel, and then I took a connecting flight to New York. Yeah. In the old days, before jets, it took 18 hours from New York to Rome. Oi! So, uh, you know, if you fly today, it's, it's a difference from... 20 or 30 years ago. From New York to Rome, it was uh, 18 hours? Yes, uh, 18 hours to Paris. Just overseas to Europe was 18 hours, and uh, it shook like hell, the plane. Mm -hmm. um, and the baby was crying all night. What a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad and, you had a good you time. You know, I, li I listened to George. Yes. How did he do? Very excited. It was. He was very good. And when he answered before, I forgot to tell him so. So you you tell him or is he listening? Cockamoon. He cockamoon. That's yes. what he said. Okay, Neil. Okay. Now you take care. Happy circus. Yeah. It won't be long. Yeah. See ya. So long. Okay, 1203 at 560 WQM. We have two open lines in Dave 1 and Broward. 5670560. Oh, Palm 560 on the mobile one line. Party's all over. Labor Day's over. They're coming back. Man, if there was any doubt that they were coming back this morning, not only were there all those wrecks and people pulled off the side of the road and cars broken down and people tearing their hair out, there was heavy, heavy, heavy duty traffic like I haven't seen all summer long. They're all back. Isn't that what we've been waiting for? Here's, uh, Kendall. Hello. Kendall, one more time with the button down. Kendall. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Hey, uh, what was Chicago ranked on that list? Because I'm looking for a job out of, out of town, and Chicago is one of the cities I'm looking at. Chicago is a great town, sir. Chicago is ranked number uh, 16 on the list. 16? That well, is great. Well, why yeah. would you? Why, you know, why would you want to go there based on a list that arbitrarily? You know, I mean, I mean, if Sydney, Australia was their number one. Well, well, the thing is, just I've take never it from me. Chicago is great. I've never heard anything bad about Chicago, other than the weather. Other than the fact the weather sucks, like any place up north. Yeah, well, I mean, down here, the only thing we have is the weather. Right. And nothing else. And most of the time, that's oppressive anyway. Yeah, I'm looking at Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago. So Chicago is great. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just looking to get out of here, basically. Yeah, right. You love Chicago. All right. So a lot of young, breathing, living, living and breathing people. people. Right. All right. And they got all, all the right. sparks jammed into one part of town. It, it's great. Maybe I can just get a summer job there. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, pal. All right. Hey, okay. can I call somebody this? Say hi to Steve Stone. Go ahead. All right. Robert Lever, you're a douchebag. Okay. If you're get out of here. Internet. See ya. Okay, we have Dave County is wide open. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Chicago is great. Oh! Nothing wrong with Chicago. Nothing bad I can say about there except the weather is uh, unpredictable and brutal and uh, nasty. But who the hell cares? Life is more than just weather. Life is more than just weather. It's a nice goddamn day outside. Isn't it? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I heard you earlier. You were, uh, bad-mouthing Notre Dame. Notre Dame sucks. Oh, come on. The university sucks. The, the sports program sucks. The mentality sucks. NBC sucks for making it <laughs> for making it the network of Notre Dame, which I never heard okay, of such a thing okay, in my okay. life. Okay, what are you going to do when we go to East Lansing and beat your Spartans? I'm not going to be the least bit surprised. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if they if Notre Dame wins by 10 touchdowns. And you know something? I still it makes no difference to me. Who cares? In other words, you're telling me that winning a football game is what a university is all about? Yeah. It's tradition. It's tradition of what? Tradition of what? Of touchdown Jesus? Yeah, that's one of the things. What happened last year? How did they do in a bowl game last year, Notre Dame? Well, well, yeah, we're yeah, you about... lost the Pope's number. Get out of here, you phony. Notre Dame blows. Notre Dame makes me want to get on my hands and knees and puke. That whole mentality. In fact, you know something? This whole college football mentality makes me sick to my stomach. All these empire. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to prop uh, what's his name up there at Penn State? Joe Paterno. They're going to prop him up when he's 150 years old on the sideline. A man can barely walk anymore. Uh, what do you got to prove already? Go uh, enjoy your life. Go to Sydney. Take uh, Tony, uh, what's his name with you? Tony Randall. We have Dade County wide open and one open line in Broward. 5670560. Oh, Palm 560 on a mobile one line. See, Michigan State, we got our ass beaten football. And it's still a great university. And they still have a great time up there. And who the hell gives a crap? 
Oh, but you know, Florida's got to beat up on the Citadel, and U of M's got to get back on a winning track. Tennessee, they all got to play these little tiny girls' schools, and you look at the final scores on Sunday morning. 63 to 3, 86 to nothing. Well, well, what is that? I heard Defoe talking about that this morning, and for once in his life, he's right. I thought it was supposed to be about competition. Not about the, you know, it's, it's all about money. That's all it's about. Building up the football program, building up the, who gives a flying crap? Notre Dame in their touchdown, Jesus, makes me want to get on my hands and knees and barf. Every time Notre Dame loses a game in any sport, if the girls' volleyball team in Notre Dame loses, I get sexual excitement. Here's a lady mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. How are you? Great. Uh, I just wanted to be the first female caller. I think I'm the first female caller to say George was excellent. About the third. Huh? About the second or third. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I had to turn the radio off for about a half hour. Uh-huh. So I must have missed him. But he was good. You know, he was no Neil. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to be. But he was no Neil on tape. He was no best of Neil on those crappy old yeah, tapes. Yeah, well, you know, I could listen to you 25 hours a day. I just think you're a riot. Come on. Yeah, but um, he was good. He was entertaining, you know? Great. So, yeah, so it's a good change. It's got to have. you got to go on vacation, which yeah. I know you do a lot. Yes, I do. Yeah. So, and what was New York was ranked white on that list? New York was ranked number nine. That's because Rudy Giuliani's made it, Giuliani's made it nice and antiseptic now. Oh, my God. It's uh, number nine, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, glad you're back, Neil. Okay. Love you. Have a great day. You too Bye-bye. now. Bye-bye. We have two open lines in Dade and one in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Lady Mobile and Kendall, hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you? Great. Just got back from Vegas. Oh, now we're... How come Vegas isn't on that list? Vegas is awesome. I mean, where would you rather be, in Sydney, Australia, or in Las Vegas? There's no contest. Las Vegas is the best. Right. We ate like pigs, drank for free, saw naked women. Right. And now we're back here going to Taco Bell. Oh, God. Sucks, man. Yeah. The reality sucks. Uh-huh. But here we are. We love, so you, we love you, Neil. We're, okay. listening. we're listening to you. Have a great day. All righty, then. Welcome back to reality. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Okay. Ah. What did he say? I don't know what he said. He's out of control. Two open lines in date. Yeah, how can New Orleans, which is a grotesque, horrible place, a smarmy bunch of mugwumps, how can that be like number, uh, what is it? Number 19 on the list. What? What? I like that word. Mugwumps. That, those are the people that live in Louisiana or mugwumps. Y'all come back now. They're, they're like, uh, how's by you, huh? The dumbest damn creatures on the face of the earth. They make Lenny Marquez sound like Albert Einstein on a very lucid day. New Orleans, number 19. And they must have been very uh, inebriated when they were there like everybody else. 1209 at 560 WQM. The Dow's lost about 100 points of its game, but it's still up 215. It's, uh... Hey, if you need some cup 14 at 560 QM, you know, it's interesting to hear all the comments. Almost all of them have been very glowing and praising George did a great job yesterday. But uh, somebody brought me in a cassette tape of the highlights of George's performance, which, you know, when you hear the real thing, it's a lot more revealing than just hearing everybody sucking around. Let's hear what it sounded like. Let's see. Okay. Two open lines in Dade. No wonder they liked it. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. He must have been sending out free samples, too, huh? Oh! Here's Plantation. Hello. 
Neil. Yes, sir. I was wondering if you happened to notice in the paper that the L.A. Kings signed Granados just did a cold color for the hockey game King. Uh, you think Isaiah has got any women in mind to call uh, color for our Panthers other than... Sir, sure, well, what language are you speaking? What are you talking about? I read in today's uh, USA Today that the L.A. Kings have hired Tony Granada's sister to do the color commentary on their L.A. Kings hockey To do game. the colored commentary? Well, maybe Kevin Weeks can do the colored commentary because he don't look like he's going to be signing up to be playing anywhere. We have two open lines in Dade 1 and Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, how you doing? This is Rob. Everyone from Happy Book says, hey. Um, first of all, that guy was a moron. Who cares about the L.A. Kings color commentary? Nobody. Thank you. Um, I thought George did a real good job yesterday. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. He was pretty fresh. You know, he said what was on his mind. Didn't try to, you know, pussyfoot around the teddy buddy and everything. See. Yeah. And, uh, oh, sorry about that. See. And uh, <laughs> I thought uh, one thing I wanted to say about is there's nothing I enjoy. I love watching Michigan lose, but I hate rooting for Notre Dame. Yeah. I hated That's that. That's the only time I ever root for Michigan is when they're playing Notre Dame. And they, they stunk to join up. I'm telling you, it was the worst tackling team in the history of college the football. Worst. They couldn't bring down my grandmother, and she's been dead for 22 years. And she still would have dragged them across the field. That's right, across the goal line. And I don't understand why Las Vegas wasn't on the list. That was the funnest time I ever had in my life. Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to say hi, and I'm... Good to have you back, but George did do a pretty good job. Excellent. Thank God. Okay, see ya. Take care. Uh, that's right. That shows you how bogus this list is because Las Vegas, I guess you're not supposed to have too much of a good time. Maybe that's why this list is a little restricted. Dade County's open, 5670560, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. Here's a lady in Oakland Park. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hi, Hi. Neil. How you doing? Welcome Great. back. Thank you. Um, you were missed, but I have to be honest with you, I didn't listen to George yesterday. I was in the house, so I didn't hear him. You didn't hear him? No. I forgot all about it, actually. Oh, oh my God. Sorry, George. <laughs> but, um, I well, would like... Well, if you didn't hear him, then you can't have any complaints anyway. No, I don't have any complaints. Good. If I'm not in the car, I'm usually not listening, and I work for a living in my car, so right. I was off yesterday for a change. Right. But um, I would like to comment on something, if I may, mm-hmm. and that's the new God billboards up and down 95. The Neil God billboards? Uh, no. Oh, good. Just God himself is oh. putting up billboards now, and what they're all they over say? town. What do they say? Um, one said, what part of thou shall not do you not understand God? And mm. another one I saw said... Meet me at my house on Sunday. Rosa Lopez. <laughs> God. Yeah. So I just they're trying to get the message across, I'm sure. In fact, isn't Sunday the thirteenth? Um ooh, probably. Today's Time for the Rosa 8th. Lopez. Huh? Time for Rosa Lopez. That's right, Rosa Lopez on Sunday. <laughs> I feel so Told you. so bad for the people that live in her neighborhood. Isn't it pathetic the God squad, man, they become more and more intolerant. They're all over the day. Oh, and then yesterday I was watching the news last night and they were showing that unctuous right wing piece of turd that looks like he's from Mars, that Gary Bauer. And they're saying presidential hopeful Gary Bauer. Oh. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm going down today to the passport office and getting that thing <laughs> renewed so fast. Presidential hopeful? <laughs> My oh. God! Unbelievable. He makes Pat Robertson seem like a good humor man. Yeah, at least, at least we don't have to worry about him getting any blowjobs, right? Oh, right. Maybe right. given a few. <laughs> have a great day. Thank you. See ya. Thanks for the good news. Okay, Dave Guerra, this is brutal, man. I, ta- I thought yesterday George would have this audience worked up for me today. I'd come back, they'd be there'd be an outpouring, and it was the same. I sat down here, nothing, nothing. 
had to wheedle and tweedle and twiddle these people like from the very get-go today. All three lines in Dade are wide open and one in Broward. Fine, of course, it's the day after Labor Day. Every day that I've done this show, when we weren't giving stuff away, of course, every other day, 22 and a half years, there's been some excuse. What is it today? It's a full moon. It's the day after Labor Day. It's a Monday. It's something. Something to excuse these people. And have we had one call today about Mark McGuire? No. It's number 61 yesterday against the Cubs? No. Against Mike Morgan, who threw him a nice high fastball there? No. Nothing. The greatest moment in my lifetime in sports, I would say, except those four Stanley Cups, the Leafs won a lifetime ago. Unbelievable excitement. And these people like, and of course, I'm going to tell you right now, if I have one negatory comment about Mark McGuire, I'm going to go ballistic. You think I did a lot of time on that pad from the racetrack with that program business? But I'll guarantee you, there's a bunch of old farts in this town who are still ready to find something negative about it because this guy, uh, you know, ain't no Babe Ruth or whatever they want to come up with. And by the way, I do want to, the guy was right last week, back in those days in the 20s, when they had different rules, when they didn't have the, the same ground rules, when you hit a, like what would be a ground rule double that bounced into the stands, that was a home run. And I have a feeling we have no way of knowing the records, how many of them, which isn't to take anything away from baby Ruth, but I'm sure uh, that some of those 60 home runs in 1927, maybe some of them bounced into the goddamn stands. How do we know? Mark McGuire, the one guy, the one guy that kids can look up to, they're not going to be out there doing the Andro, and they're not going to be in Hurricane Andrew, and they're not going to be all like a bunch of muscle-bound freaks, which how come nobody talks about Jose Canseco when it comes to muscle-bound freaks and steroids? Oh, it's because he's Cuban and he's from this town? Okay. And speaking of from this town, let me say it again, Alex Rodriguez, all you sports experts who talk on his station, probably be the greatest shortstop in the history of this game. He's from this town. Does anybody ever talk about him? No. no because he's not Cuban. He's from La República Dominicana, like all the great baseball players, like Sammy Sosa. They're from La República Dominicana. That's right, that one big island. On one side of the island, they're so into baseballs. The other side of the island, they're hitting them. That's right. Whatever the hell that means. Here's a mobile in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Great. Hey, Neil, um... George did a great job, by the way, but that's not why I'm calling. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Are the are these people catching those baseballs, are they stupid giving them back to Mark McGuire for a T-shirt? What do you mean by that? I mean, I would... No, no, they're, not, no they're not stupid. They're, give, they're doing whatever they want to do. When Roger Maris hit his 61st home run, the guy that caught it came and brought it back to him, and Maris gave it, gave it to him, and he said, get whatever you can for it, and the guy, the guy got five grand for it. Right, but now they're saying that, that like the 60 second is going to be like over a million. I said I would never. I, I mean, I, I'd go to the highest bidder, and I'm a fan. Sir, do you understand what I'm saying to you? In other words, like the little kids that got yes. the ball and they brought them to them, the kids here, yes. and they didn't want money. They were offered like thousands of dollars by some guy who was like uh, standing right there waiting to intercept them and get the ball for like you know, fun and profit. They turned it down. They didn't want then money. they're stupid. Why? Why? Because McGuire makes millions and millions of dollars. These kids probably come from middle... Well, well, wait, wait a minute. What does McGuire have to do with whether or not they get something? In other words, you think he should pay him for it? Uh, yeah, definitely, because... because He uh, should pay him for the baseball? These kids are probably from middle-income housing. How, how do you know that? They're from middle-income housing, whatever that means. How do you well, know how, what they're from? All right, Neil, even, even if they're rich, I mean, to, to give away a couple hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, I mean, it's like... Sir, I'm going to I'm gonna say it to the same thing I said to you to some old fart that called last week. You make me sick. Okay? That's all you know is money, 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 money. Okay? 
That's all you effing know in this goddamn country is how much can I get for it. And let me say it again. There's the first call that we had today. I'm gagging on either the cigar or him. I think it's a cigar. I'm gagging on it. I'm so sick from this guy. First call we had today to say anything about frickin' Mark McGuire. And this guy's bellyache and the kids are stupid because they should have got more money for it. You are what's wrong with this goddamn country, sir. You and that goddamn big-nosed Alan Greenspan that we're just showing on CNBC just now. That's what's wrong with this country. That's all you know is money, 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 money. That's all you know. There's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. You can make as much as you want. But these kids, for crying out loud, you find somebody good that's got different values than that, that doesn't give a crap about how much can I get for a stupid baseball that costs five bucks out of a box. And right away they got to put a knock on them. They're stupid. You're stupid. You're a stupid jackass is what you are. You're not only not going to catch no baseballs, you got no balls either is what you got. You're pathetic. That's this radio station. That's this town. Negative, negative, negative. Now that's all you hear. Just one after another. Just like that night coming back last Wednesday from the track and hearing those jackasses. You know, here, here McGuire just hit 58 and 59 right here in town. And just one asshole after another with negative crap to spew out. I hope you elope with Pat from the track, okay? And I hope she steals your program. We have two open lines in Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. What is that? The guy with the, the guy with the eyes. How do you like that? Trying to do a phony voice. Didn't make it on the ear either. You suck. Go get a life, okay? Go take a shower. Go take a bath, you and your two boyfriends there. Go uh, do a group shower somewhere. Get out of our lives, you jackass. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five, see, he thought if he said it real fast, you know. Yeah, right. Didn't work, did it? He was calling all day yesterday, off the air. He was calling all day yesterday? Yeah, but Joe has his number. Because he's so obsessed with you and he has no life whatsoever, doesn't have a job, doesn't have a life. Doesn't have a bar of soap, I guess. Let's take up a collection and see if we can get a bar of soap with a rope, of course, for the guy with the eyes. Pathetic. Tragic. Got one thing to say to you, jackass. Why don't you go back to Cuba, you spick bastard? There you go. Oh, they wouldn't let him in? 1225. Yeah, those kids, uh, they should have uh, got more money. Mark McGuire's making all that money. They didn't want money. Don't you understand? Don't you get the message? No. They got whatever they wanted. No. Don't get it, do you? No. You know, there seems to be... Oh! I don't know if the show was as good, but I guarantee you smelled better. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. In fact, remember, you remember those shows that Nick Lawrence did on the light bulb? They stunk. Let's go to a, a mobile in Hialeah. Hello? Neil, God. Yes, sir. I'm so glad you went through a break instead of letting me follow those two lousy calls. Oh, God. They were pathetic. I mean, what's wrong with doing the right thing? That's what these people are doing. They're giving the ball back. They're being nice guys. They're actually missing the game. The guy that got the home run ball in the first inning, the security came and took him away. Yeah. He missed the rest of the game. He had to watch it on TV. Right. So this guy's making a sacrifice for him. He's being a good guy, and he's doing the right thing by giving it back. And not only that, what is it this guy's business that he's telling other people what their values ought to be? If, they, if the guy wants an autographed bat, uh, baseball and a bat or whatever they want and that's enough, uh, that's his business. That's right. This and, guy, and, this and guy's knocking people who aren't greedy like he is. Exactly. Tremendous player. He doesn't have a, a blotch on his, I mean, not one negative thing you can say about him. And these people got no interest in him down here because he's maybe not Maybe that's stupid. it, Neil. Maybe they're just so used to the negative 
Maybe they're so used to uh, all the universe. I guarantee if Alex Rodriguez was Cuban, he'd be on the front page of the front section of the Herald every goddamn day. Let's see, home runs. I get it. I home, just a second, home runs. He's got 38. He's right on the verge. Wow. And by the way, if anybody cares, Griffey had 49 and 50 last night, but nobody cares because he's, you know. Yeah, but this is, this is what, A-Rod's fourth year in the league? Something like that. Have a great day. He's so choked up, he's emotional about it. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560. Oh, the Dow is now up 194. It was up 305 very early on, but it's starting to uh, slide back into reality. NASDAQ's up 55. Uh, who knows? It's only 1230. It's only 1230. Don't get too excited about it, okay? Because it's just a momentary blip in the midst of a very... Uh... Here's uh, South Beach. Hello. South Beach. You hear the hey, sound of those? Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. All right. Um... Well, I just wanted to call about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. I think they're unbelievable, and um, I don't I don't care if anybody puts them down for uh, making uh, uh, Maris's record, um, you know, beaten. But it's been it's it's been there for what forty years? Thirty seven years. Yeah, so you know, I think it's a it's a, it's a hell of an accomplishment, mm -hmm. and I can't wait till tonight. To and not only not only that, but people were saying a few weeks ago, well, you know, if he does it in less than 154 games, but if, they got still 20 games to go, and he's going to break the record the next day or two. There's almost no question about it. I would think it's unbelievable. Uh, I would think him and Sammy are both going to hit home runs tonight, and um, possibly even more than one. I'll be watching. Well, so will I. I'll be right there at work. But excellent. Uh, I got a, a big big color TV at work. Beauty. Just scope it out, really. Okay, nice. have a great day. Thank you. See you. Bye. There you go. There's somebody who's going to be watching. Isn't going to be waiting to see. Oh, how much is he going to get for the? There's so many of these people like that little ass sucker Geldy. Every time I hear, you know, I was driving to work this morning. This is the God's honest truth. I turned on. I just hit the button on the radio. No CD in there yet. And I hear that voice. <laughs> immediately, I popped the CD in there so fast and so hard it nearly went through the goddamn dashboard. How in God's name can anybody, what credibility is there in some little pusillanimous punk with a squeaky, ratty voice who's nothing but a little ass sucker who has no idea what he's talking about? Me, 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 me. Yeah, get out of here. Send him to camp for Christ's sakes. Go in a uh, sew up here on or do something for him. Do, do all of South Florida a gigantic favor, please. Put him into a coma for 20 years, at least for four years anyway. Here's a mobile in Stewart. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Good deal. Listen, I was calling in regards to the Mark McGuire thing, and if you look back the last couple of years, there was no excitement whatsoever in baseball. Right. I think this is fantastic. I think it parallels uh, when Pete Rose was going for 41.92, what, 10 years or so ago. I think it's about time all these people with the Dallas pushes who shut the hell up and start celebrating some fun again in baseball. I think maybe they should take up a hobby like Russian roulette. It would be good for some of them. Yeah, exactly. Do us all, all a good favor. The crap Limbaugh. Right. Hey, thanks, Neil. Have okay, a good have one. a great day, pal. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Mobile One line. There is nothing in all of sports. I heard somebody calling in uh, over the weekend on some show. Not here. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, there's records that are more important than this. Uh, uh, Joe D, did, you know, and there's no record in any sport that is more sacred, that is more significant. I'm not saying there aren't, there aren't achievements that aren't greater, but in terms of the significance with the public, than that home run record. Period. So it's only a sport, big deal. But at least it's something, something we can be positive about, something we can get excited about. we got the presidents getting ready to be impeached. 
We got Dan Burton is admitting he fathered an illegitimate child uh, back in the early 80s, but nobody's talking about that. We got the uh, goddamn Saddams over there. They, uh, six months, they're going to be ready to start uh, doing nuclear weapons or whatever the hell they're going to be doing over in Iraq. We got all kinds of crap going on all over the world. Uh, the, the whole economy of the world is in a shambles. And what are people... Uh, negative. Negative. Even if there's something good going on, negative. Did I see Miami on this list, by the way, of the no. top 5,000 cities in the world? No. Of the top 60,000 places to live? No. Here's the Miami. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I agree with you that the home run record is probably one of the greatest things in, in sports, but where I'll tell you where I disagree with you. Yes. Um, I really think if you look at what's happening this year, you have three people that have hit over 50 home runs. Yes. You've got the RBI record that's in jeopardy. That's been around for a long time. It's I in honestly, jeopardy? I don't think so. I don't think Gonzalez got no chance. You don't think so? No. What's, what's he got? The record's 190, right? I don't think it's that high. Yes, it is. It is. What does he have? About 150. Uh, RBIs. He's got 148. No chance. Pretty good though. But anyway, I honestly he'd have to have 43 to break, and there's only like uh, 20, yeah. I guess uh, you're right. I, no I thought he was close to that. Well, but... he uh, cooled off like everybody else does. Yeah. Well, with pressure, maybe whatever it is. But I'll tell you, I think the ball is a little hopped up. You know, there's so many people that are hitting over 40 home runs this mm -hmm. year, three over 50, and I like Mark McGuire. I think he's a great guy. I don't think guy. that has anything to do with it. I think the fact that you got a lot of crappy pitching. You think it's a pitching? You got expansion. You got Arizona. You got Tampa Bay. You got the Marlins, which has okay. got a little league pitching staff. You got very inferior pitching, and that's why you have more and more home runs. And I don't think there's think anything that, different about the pitching. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, have a great day. He's gagging on it. Okay, see, God works in mysterious ways. Oh, He's God. choking on his own words. <clears throat> Twenty-three till. <laughs> oh, we're all gagging on it. We have an open line in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Fat Joe was in there gagging on pizza yesterday is the rumor we heard. That's right. Not just the topping either, he was eating the crust. And was I picking out over the weekend? Uh -huh. Damn right. Damn it. I'm as big as a goddamn walrus. You know, I sat there, I sat in my hotel room yesterday morning in my underwear, looking, watching the TV, and there was like a... A mirror, I mean, not on a mirror, but like a reflective glass. And I sat there looking at myself, sitting on that sofa, on that bed. I have never been, other than when Al Goldstein came in here and tried to goose me last Friday, I have never been so grossed out and so disgusted. Because, because when you're sitting, you know how the fat kind of like... All, everything the drops. The syndrome. Yeah, everything like drops down and like is exaggerated, but nevertheless... And I'm, I swear to God, I had hooters that were as big as Grandma Moses on a bad day. And my puppet was like hanging down there. I looked at that and I thought, good God. That's one of the most disgusting things I have ever seen in my life. That was before lunch. 22 till 1 at QA. Have to call and be negative. Because that's them. They are negative, sour, nasty, hateful people, and they want everybody else to be just like them, and I refuse to do it. I think it's a great thing. I'm going to be watching that game tonight, and if he hits 62, I'm going to pee in my pants. And the, the kid who got the ball, he did the right thing. Right. Because on down the line, 
he did the right thing for him. Honest. He did the right thing for him. If he wanted, if money was all that important to him, he would have said, "Okay, I'm going to hang on to this because I was brought up to be a mercenary damn uh, piece of crap, and that's all I know is money, money, money." And he's there because he's a sports fan. These people don't know. Exactly. Don't, don't you understand? A lot of the people who listen to this radio station, they're not sports fans. They're all gamblers. If they couldn't gamble on a ball game or on whether one leaf is going to hit the ground falling from a tree before the other leaf hits the ground, they don't have any interest. Those aren't sports fans. Most of people like misery likes company. Yeah. Okay, pal, calm down. See ya. And have a great day. Yeah, if you took the gambling out a lot of sports, these people about, I'd say, 70, 80% of them, they'd be long gone if they don't have a bet to hold their interest. What kind of a sports fan is that? Is that a sports fan? No. It's a a guy with a gambling problem is what it is. So who do you like Sunday? We have two open lines in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Market's up 229. Oh, did I just see Sam Donaldson on there? Oh. Takes care of my lunch problem. Hey, we had a be for Jew. I just can't stand that. Oh, my God. Kathy Gifford is a Jew? First, we had Meyer Lansky. Well, before we had Bugsy Siegel, Meyer Lansky, Rob Epstein, and we got to put up with Kathy Lee Epstein. Oh, her name is Epstein, too. Uh-huh. What does that tell you? Okay, where are we going? Here's, uh, maybe that was Kathy Lee that I saw in that thing last night in the middle of Sports Town. Looked like her. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, two little things. First off, yesterday on, uh, Channel 10 News. Yes. Don Word, Don Nose said the word crappy. <laughs> he was just, uh, talking about the weather and everybody there was like, you know, all, they were all froze because he crap. said the word crap. He said crap on he, 10, huh? Crap. He said yeah, that sums up their news to me. Yeah, so, uh, they're all, you can see every, Dwight and uh, Christy Krueger, their shoulders. Good. Good. Oh. boy, Don. Always like that, Don. No. Yeah, <laughs> he knows his. Crap. There you go. Hey, Uncle Neil, real quick. Um, that guy that was uh, complaining about the kids, you know, not yeah, selling. They did the, the wrong thing. You know, and, you know, I think the kids are trying to do it. Whoever's going to, you know, hopefully the person that catches number 62 will do the same thing. But, you know, the guy's so stupid. Do you think, and. The guy that catches number 61 or 62, somebody's not going to do something for them one way or the right, other. Right, You know, they're, they're going to be given a trip somewhere or something. That, not, or, not only that, but one thing that most of these idiots never thought about, and that is what makes collectibles valuable? What makes a baseball worth a million dollars? What made baseball cards worth a lot of money? When I was a kid collecting baseball cards, I had shoeboxes full of baseball right. cards. And one day my mother threw them all out when I went off to school, and rightfully so. Because With your dog, too. Huh? With your dog, too. And also threw the dog in the same wastebasket. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because who the hell would have ever thought anybody would pay? Why is it worth something? These things are only worth something if some maniac right. decides that they want to pay a lot of money for it. Exactly, exactly. Well, why is that? What five or a ten dollar baseball worth a million dollars just because it was the uh, you know somebody hit a home run with it? I, I just don't get it. Right. Uh, so uh, more power to the to the kids. Right. The Amen. Guy that catches the next ball and you know does the right thing and just turn, turns it over. They'll be taken care of one way or another. I say the so. kids. Let, let's put the kids on the front page and send this guy that called back to kindergarten. Exactly. Have exactly. a great day. Right, oh, and in advance. Yes, sir. Thank you for my video, which hopefully arrives today. Any minute. If, if Josh isn't watching. It. No. All right, thanks. They didn't right. go out because uh, some people borrowed them. So we had to wait for them to come back. Some people, they're, they're all back now. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let, let's slow down. Some people borrowed them. Some people who shall remain nameless. No, they will not them. remain nameless. Joe borrowed them. Joe Costello and then brought them back. No, Fat Joe. 
No. Fat Joe Mama? He says no. Well, who borrowed them, then? Well, what do you, uh, the answer? It's very. The answer is either yes or no. Uh, there's no other. There's no in between. Not maybe. Not possibly. Fat Joe borrowed porno tapes, adult videos that we had given away that we were sending out to people who were sitting on the edge of their seat with bated breath, with a Viagra in one hand and God only knows what in the other. Well, well, what kind of crap is this? Have we ever heard of anything like this before in the history of this show? No. In the 500 years I've been doing a show in this town, has this ever happened before? No. I mean, we've had stuff laying around that belonged to us that got lifted, but I'm talking about stuff that we're giving away and people are uh, are fingering it, no. so to speak. They so, all came back. That, that's not the point. The point is, you always send this stuff out the day we give it away. They can say whatever they want about you, but as far as being uh, efficient on getting the crap out in the mail, getting that crap out there to people, he, uh, you do it. And here's a guy that's sitting there. He's he's going to be waiting for the goddamn mailman. God only knows what's going to happen to that mailman when he shows up. This guy's so horny. Should have got no seriously. Should have found out what neighborhood he lives in and warned the goddamn mailman. May never see him again. Sure hope he covers his Rectum. backside when he gets down that neighborhood. Stay in the truck, pal. God, you know this. This is not a freaking playground here, okay? This is not. We're not here for the amusement of these TV people who think that they're uh, like important. It's a goddamn a circus. Whammy, whammy, whammy. We couldn't buy a goddamn number on that station. I'm in Publix last night, okay? Everybody that I see now used to be I was a radio guy, okay? I was on television once in a while. They saw my puss. They knew who I was. Hey, we're listening every day. Once in a while, I get that. Now I go to the goddamn store. I feel like Joan Crawford. I can't even go in a goddamn store to go shopping. Hey, we love your show. What we want, and it's always the TV show they're talking about. We watch you every night on Whammy. Can we find a rating on that show? No. Can we? Uh, no chance. Is there any possibility? No. no. And these people are in here. It's not bad enough that we have to feed them free lunch every day, which I don't mind doing since it don't cost me anything. Feeding these people like somehow we owe them something. Like those two those two skinhead Nazis can't afford to feed these guys. They're giving them a goddamn uh, lunch allowance, some kind of a thing. But they're fingering our videos. That is absolutely unconscionable. Absolutely unexpected. And he's laughing about it. What, what does he need? He's got that chubby girlfriend of his that, uh, you know, if they could ever find uh, whatever he, either one of them has got. I was thinking about that yesterday. You know, I was sitting there looking in that, uh, I was thinking about Al Goldstein, you know. How does that, I, know, I don't want to get too graphic. But how does he even take a leak? Seriously. Al Goldstein, how can he find it? He has a catheter. He, he must have. He must have a bag. I, I'm serious, because he must have a hose. I'm not talking about the kind you're thinking about. He must have, like, a rubber hose, because this man, by the time he gets through lifting away all the folds of fat, I'm not exaggerating. How the hell could you ever find anything, even like a button mushroom, man? It's got to be lost. Ugh. It's a 108 at 560. They'll be here from the Sporting Brews from 2 to 6. And after that, it's usually like that. Because Bluff Lindsay didn't bother sending no schedule over here. Do we have any idea who's working at 6, Joe? Who's on at 6? The Mad Dog. All right. Oh, there you go. Here's your opportunity to really let Mad Dog have it. Yeah! 
What a pussy school, baby. They couldn't tackle Grandma Moses on a bad day with her knickers tied together. Michigan, my ass. They are just pathetic. That was one of the... Oh, their quarterback looks pretty good. You know, when you think of game, it's a real mission stand A of Joe Robbie Stadium. Where each contestant has to drink himself to oblivion. Whoever gets the highest blood alcohol level first goes on to level number two. The run down a pedestrian and haul ass home section of the game. This leaves your game police baffled. And each player must come up with a different excuse to go home and get his license. Then it's off to the final leg of the board game. Hire an attorney, go to court, and whoever gets off with the easiest sentence wins. It's hours of fun for the whole family. The I Can Drive Like Rick Sanchez board game. By the way, the reason I played that, how, how come our audience is slipping so bad? We didn't get one call on this yet today. In the uh, Sun Sentinel this morning, Jose Lambiet, whatever that is, this bald-headed geek, the South Florida Insider. No Channel 7 discount for Sanchez. With only 97 Sun Sentinel readers out of 2,700 picking him as the area's best news anchor, WSVN Channel 7's Rick Sanchez could use a few more admirers, but he won't find them among the sprawling potluck nursery in Davie. Sanchez ordered more than $1,000 worth of Ixoras and Liriopes. I'm not a plant guy. To plant around his Cooper City home for his 40th birthday party. He also ordered a few Sanchezia plants because their name sounded like his according to a potluck sales hole. Sanchez, however, never picked up the plants or paid for them. Could it be because the salesman didn't show up much enthusiasm when Sanchez asked for a Channel 7 discount? Said Sanchez, did I ask for a discount? Yes, but not a Channel 7 discount. Asking for a discount when you buy large quantities is not improper. It's good business whether you're on television or the president, says Rick Sanchez. How do you like that? So not only is, a, uh, is he annoying and pretentious and pompous, he's also a cheap bastard. How do you like that? Nice going, Ricky. We have two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's uh, Boynton Beach. Hello. Boynton Beach. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Okay. All right. Something happened to me this weekend. I went to Publix. Totally pissed me off. Went in there, bought some stuff, picked up cabbage for my, my mom. Uh-huh. Good. Okay, we have all the datelines are wide open. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound five six. I wouldn't be surprised if there was an old lady with gray hair that was buying fish food in the, in the middle of the cabbage patch. I think this kid has spent too much time in the cabbage patch with something that rhymes with patch, or maybe that's what he's looking for. Here's uh, Sunrise. Hello. Sunrise. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, yes. about this uh, McGuire baseball thing. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, I can't agree. I. You can't agree with I, what? I can't agree that these kids should have given up the baseball. No way, no how. I mean, if this was the 1930s, 40s, 50s, maybe even the 60s, yeah, that would have been the right thing to do. But well, today, can I just continue? Sir, but today, if we're going to have a conversation, that okay. doesn't mean you make a speech. Okay, well, you just said ahead. the right thing. Those are, those are the words that prompted me to yeah, interject. Because baseball wasn't about money then. Yeah. It's all big bucks today. Yeah. Those kids should have held out for fair market value. And stuck and rocked those players' world, uh -huh. and that would have shook up baseball. Rock, where would have rocked those players' world? Rock their oh, the owners and those baseballs' world upside down. Yeah, yeah. And what if they told him to stuff the baseball up his ass? What then? Oh yeah, he's really going to do that? Yeah. No, you'll see how fast they make a fair market value offer to him. Uh huh. Like how much? Whatever the market bears. Yeah. And. 
And that's it. And you're full of crap. No, that's not. No, yeah, you, you know, are full of crap. Why should these kids be the goats? They, no, they're not the goats. They could have asked for whatever they wanted. They didn't want the money. Oh, you're, yeah, but you're they're, telling, inno you're they're telling, innocent kids. Get out of here. They're innocent kids. That's what they wanted. They're not dummies. The guy stood there with $100 bills uh, after the one down here, after 58 and 59. We're not interested in the money. Don't kid yourself. These kids grow up in a mercenary goddamn society. They know what money's all about. The first, they don't say mommy or daddy anymore. The first thing they say after they start to speak is... Loan me $50. That's right. So don't give me this crap about their naive little kids. They just aren't mercenary like you are, sir. Every time something good comes along, we got assholes like this want to find the negatives. Let's work overtime. Let's work ourselves up into a fever pitch to find something negative so we can criticize. Anytime somebody does something that might be admirable, let's rip them for it, okay? Let's put the knock on them because they're stupid and naive. You're the one that's stupid. Million dollars for a goddamn baseball. And people are crawling all over each other so they can get their hands on a ball that might be worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because the whole thing is... The, and that's the whole point right there. It's disintegrated and nothing but dollars and cents. And here's a whole thing that's going on. A whole event that's taking place that has the country transfixed. Not because the goddamn baseballs are worth so much money but because of the accomplishments of these guys. So finally, after all these stale years, we finally get something to be enthused and excited about, and we got a whole procession of guys like this. That's all they know is money, money, money. By the way, the market's up 207. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Oh, boy, a fun one to follow. Oh, God, what an asshole. Uh, I agree completely. It's, market uh, the... value. They should be getting market value for it. One of the few bright spots. Next on time the show. this guy drops a log, he's going to get get market value for it. Exactly. Um, uh, following up the uh, videos being taken home, I hate to rat out our good friend George. At least he did have the decency. Uh, I won uh, a couple of years ago a double CD of some uh, Talking Heads, and uh, yeah, he borrowed it to tape it. But uh, he asked me. He asked me very nicely. I said, "Sure, no sweat. I'm getting the thing for free." Yeah. He, uh, I was listening to the tape this morning, and that I made from that, as a matter of fact. Huh. How psychic. There you go. So, uh, so, yeah, but that's, uh, a, that's a different story. Exactly. That's I'm a good different deal. Okay, and you too. That's a different story than our TV people. Now, now, how did this uh, go down? How did this exactly transpire? It was all pretty chaotic. It was it was Friday, and well, everybody what, wanted what to mean get it out of here. It was pretty chaotic. Well, there were a lot of people in here looking at the videos, and some of them implied that they might want to borrow them. So, but only one person ended up borrowing them. And who was that? I. Uh, nobody. Fat Joe, who keeps shaking his head no. You keep saying yes, and he keeps saying no. Sounds like a beetle. Thank you so much, and I'll see you at Publix again. We have an open line in date, 567-0560, and Pound 5. Look at that. Rob Kaplan also stole one of the videos that he just brought back in here. What is that? It's, it's a, a blank, blank tape, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's Rob Kaplan and Drag? What time is that going to be? Oh, that's going to be on instead of Out Loud tonight. 7.30 on Whammy. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Uh, welcome back, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, two points. One on George, one on the uh, McGuire thing. Yeah. First of all, I think uh, George did an admirable job. Uh, a bit monotone, and I think he, his personality, I think uh, I think you rub off on him, your personality. Cause he, I think he's trying to sign a little bit like you as far as his, uh, his, uh, his tone. But uh, did a good job for the first time, I think. Great. Um, another thing, I think everyone is uh, about this McGuire thing. They're 
you know, being really polite because it's McGuire and Sosa, as far as giving them back the ball, I think if it was a Sheffield or a Bonds, you'd see a different attitude. What do you think? Thanks, Could be. Bye. Okay. Could be. But it's not either one of them, so who cares? Yeah, that's a good point. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Cody, uh, you didn't, uh, obviously, you don't read the Miami Herald, but I'm not... Yes, I'm, I do. I got it right here. You read page four? I just four? got through reading the Rick Sanchez thing out of the uh, Sun Sentinel, yes? You read page four. The about fourth, what? Read, uh, the IRS uh, will be watching the home run ball. You know, we've only had about 600 calls on that today, sir, but uh, thank you very much for pointing that out to me. I don't read the papers. God, this guy's like, hey, I realize you can't all listen from the beginning, but how do you know we haven't already talked about that, which we did, sir, but thank you so much that the IRS is going to be watching to see who gets the ball, and they want their fair share. We have an open line in date, 5670560. Money, 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 that's all it is. We're talking about a country of people that have no goddamn values whatsoever. Money, 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 show me the goddamn money. Yeah. Friday, they're all in here saying, show me your Rectum. something like that. That's why they're grabbing those damn tapes. Oh, there's Boca Brian. With a, there's the program director. I knew we'd finally get somebody in here that would uh, critique yesterday and rip George an ass because he left uh, something on the air that shouldn't have been on there, which wasn't his fault. It was Josh Friedman's fault. That got on and got on and got on, got on a couple times. Josh Friedman done it okay because he's too busy watching the goddamn porno video that uh, Joe Costello took him over there. He says thank you, by the way. Who does? Josh, for the porno we gave him. The thought of Josh Friedman watching, I, I don't want to even get into it, okay? It just, it's, a, it's just like my sitting in that hotel room looking at myself naked, you know? And a, oh, God. We have an open line in day, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Wouldn't it be something if uh, Josh found that they stapled his, um, to his... Okay, let's go to a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I just have a couple quick comments. First off, the uh, article in the Scum Sentinel about uh, Rick Sanchez. Yeah. How quickly people forget that this is the same idiot who's got an opinion on everybody. It's the same jerk who killed somebody a couple years ago while he was driving drunk. Oh, that guy died? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he conveniently, uh, you know, yeah. got out of it with his, you know, with his bunch of attorneys. With his connections, else. yeah. He's got good connections. Yep. And then he wants to ask for a discount. How's Alberto San Pedro doing, by the way? I, I have no idea. Okay. See you in Hialeah. All right. At Wasteland. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. I have a take on the uh, McGuire 61 and 62 balls for sale. Uh-huh. I think they definitely should take the money. Now, so listen, hear me out. You take $3 million from somebody who's very wealthy. You take all that money and you donate it to charity, to McGuire's and charities of your choice. You pay, and if you have to, sure, just a minute, didn't he, college, didn't he already donate a million dollars cash to a to a uh, charity for abused kids? Sure, but why not donate more money for yeah, charity? Yeah, okay, why don't they donate some more? Donate this, okay? The people that are looking for the money for it aren't looking to give it to charity, you jackass. Yeah, take the money and give it. To, take what money? That's the point. There isn't any money unless people demand money. And let me say it again: in 1961, the guy that caught Roger Maris's 61st home run in Yankee Stadium. Took it to him after the game and gave it to him, and Maris handed it back and said, get whatever you can for it, kid, and the guy got $5,000 for it. But he brought the ball back and wasn't looking for anything. 
But here we are 37 years later, and that's all we know. we got we got to squeeze some money out of these people, okay? Somehow, some way. And let me say it for the hundredth time that the people involved in baseball, the owners and everybody connected with it, should be down on their hands and knees kissing Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire both on every cheek of their... Rectum. That's right. For bringing some interest back and making this excitement with an otherwise a terminal, deadly, boring sport. That's what they ought to be doing. After they slapped the public in the puss uh, four years ago with that stupid strike. Here's a lady mobile in Deerfield. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I totally agree with you about this baseball thing. They should give it back. It's not their accomplishment. Why do they want to sell off something that's not theirs? As he hits more home runs... The prior ones become worthless. The only one they're going to be able to get money for is the one he breaks the record yeah, with. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And it should go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I heard a suggestion made somewhere, I don't know if it was here, I was up in Philly for the weekend, God forbid, that uh, they should take the picture of the person who catched the ball and put it in the Hall of Fame. Oh. That'll be their 15 minutes of fame. Isn't that ridiculous? But, you know, why a million dollars for a baseball? Come on. Even even McGuire's like, I'm not paying for it. It's, it's idiotic. My, it's, it's ridiculous. It is my accomplishment. The ball is his. And I, not, not only that, but like, I, I'm, I'm sure that somewhere in uh, Cooperstown in the Baseball Hall of Fame, they've got a baseball representing the 61st baseball at Roger Maris, uh, you know, the, the 61st home run. Right. Who knows if it's the real baseball? Who knows uh, who got them? I looked. One baseball looks like all the other ones. Well, they've decided that they're going to produce special balls that when McGuire hits, it's numbered or it has his name on it, so nobody can come forward and say, I caught the ball. Each time he comes up now, they have a special set of balls for him. They have a, se a special set of balls? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the point. Uh -huh. But they've developed, they have made these balls, and they have a certain insignia on them that when he hits, if he hits one out, they'll know that it is the one he hit. Mm-hmm. And Michigan was like on drugs. They were stoned out of their mind, which is why most people want to go there. Uh-huh. They got the good stuff. Here's Big Pine Key. Hello. Yes. Yes, sir. I, I, for the self-appointed critics uh, regarding George, stellar performance. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers when Adam was on for Rick and, oh! Rick and Sud. Oh! Uh, oh! I, I never realized... I've forgotten about that. I tried to put it out of my memory. Well, I never realized uh, until I saw you on TV... What's involved with that job? Yeah, I mean, it looks like one of the hardest jobs. Sit it, it, there a, and talk for four let me, hours. Let me put it to you this way: it's a stressful four hours. That would be a good very, way to describe it. it <laughs> you can't hide it. It, I, you can see that you're. It's, it's a stressful job. So, uh, kudos to George Stiller performance right. regarding Rick Sanchez's discount. Yeah. Uh, Lariope and plant material. I, I'm a miserable, wretched schlepper. I've been doing this for thirty years. Plant prices. The price of a Lariope back in 1973 was about two dollars. You know mm -hmm. what it is now? About three dollars. I mean, this guy. I mean, what kind of <laughs> these poor nursery nurseries are just barely hanging on by their teeth. Now, Boca Brown was telling me Lariope is also called monkey grass. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. Now, wouldn't that be yeah. perfect for Rick Sanchez's house? Yeah, perfect. Sounds good to me. Thanks. And here he's bitching about the fact that this guy's trying to squeeze a couple of bucks profit, and he's looking for a Channel 7 discount. I'll give him a Channel 7 discount. Only $50. The prices of plants have not, I, I mean, and, and, and 
I'm speaking for all the weed pullers out there that call themselves installation yeah. contractors uh -huh. uh, or landscapers. Uh, we're weed faggots, and, and that's it. I mean, there's no money in it. I don't know why I've been doing it, because I'm brainless, I'm, I'm sure. But uh, Maybe you're addicted plants, to weed. The price of plants have not... <laughs> I mean, for somebody to ask for a quantity discount, yeah. it's pretty embarrassing. I think the word you're looking for is cheap, my friend, and have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. Cheap bastard, that's what you are, Rick Sanchez. Oh, yeah, well, when somebody buys something in large volume, yeah, $1,000 deal, you want a goddamn discount? Supposed to be making all that money, Mr. Hotshot over there at Channel 7 on Ed Anson's uh, uh, big list, making the big bucks, turns down jobs to go to other markets because he wants to stick around here, see if he can knock any more other, uh, other people off at the ballpark. Rick Sanchez, cheap as they come, baby, with his monkey grass. Boy, if ever, if ever there was a perfect plant for a perfect douchebag, monkey grass for Rick Sanchez. Oh. All right. Hey, listen, if you need a new mattress... Yeah. Looking like this Bessie the Black Sheep That's back so here is smoking through her... Rectum. Wow. Look at that. Smoking a beautiful cigar from Nick's right through her big fat... Rectum. Pink, uh, yeah. Look at that. Just puffing away. Here, here. <laughs> Here's a mobile in Hialeah. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? Great. Uh, I'll ask you a question. Uh, speaking about McGuire, since I don't want to speak about him, just a question. Do you think he has an outside chance to, before his career is over, hit at least 700 home runs? I, I don't have any idea how many he's got. Yeah, like, I think close to 400, I guess. I Does think. he? Well, you know, he's got a long way to go for 700. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. He's got, he's, what, 35 years old? Maybe he could play another four or five years? Yeah, four or five times, uh, not, no chance. Even if he, if he had 50 a year for four years, that's 200 more. I know, exactly. I it's, uh, it, it takes it takes many, many years of consistently hitting 40 and 45. and Exactly. Uh, you know. All right. Well, that's the question I'd ask. Okay. Thank you anyway. Appreciate See it. See ya. Doubt it. Okay, here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, this ought to be good. Yes. Neil? Yes, sir. Scott Johnson, first time caller. How you doing? Okay. Here all right, go. Neil. First of all, he has 448 home runs. No chance, then. <laughs> All right, one more question. Well, do you think he's go. got a chance at 715 home runs? I don't. Depends if, you know, say if he plays till he's 45, 50. Till, he, till he's what? Yeah, 45 or 50, right. Yeah. No chance. Okay, now about the baseball. I mean, what if, like, uh, you know, he hits it in the stands and the guy doesn't want to give it back to anybody. He just wants to, he doesn't want to sell it either. Yeah. Just wants to keep it. And what about that? What about it? You know, is, is he, is he uh, you know, entitled to that? Why not? Of course. I mean, he could take the home. There, there's nothing, there's nothing that forces him to give it back. Uh, what, and another thing, what if, you know, McGuire goes in a, a slump and uh, <laughs> doesn't hit 62? Yeah. What about it? <laughs> then I guess he didn't uh, hit 62. Okay, pretty profound. Here we go. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Five, six, well, he wanted the other guy was to uh, impress him with that call. He didn't do it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T line. I'll tell you one thing. Too bad that they don't do like at Wrigley Field. Every time the opposing team uh, hits a home run, they throw the ball back. You talk about starting an immediate riot. Can you see that? Hits number 62 tonight right there in the first inning in St. Louis. And some jackass, some wise guy says, hey, I don't want this thing. I don't want this. Piece. Throws it back on the field. 47,000 people come pouring out of the stands. Mass grab-ass riot out there right in the goddamn field at Bush Stadium. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Great. Uh, calling pertains to the taxes, uh, and I want to kind of express this. 
Uh, last year I sold my vehicle, one of my cars, and it sold uh, actually about five or six thousand dollars under the value in the book. How much I under? Sold it, about five or six thousand. I sold the car for the Volkswagen in '94 for about eight thousand dollars, worth about thirteen or fourteen. Mm -hmm. I paid the sales tax. I, well, actually, I sold it to the individual, and uh, they contacted me about two months later from the State Department or actually the Department of uh, Taxes and said that I underpaid due to the fact that I sold the car for way less than it was in the book. And I argued with this. I basically told them, that, look, this is the price that I wanted to sell them. Well, I didn't pay that. They finally sent me three or four notices. I ended up paying over $200 in late payments on the difference, which was about three or $400. So believe me, they could do whatever so, they so want. So in other words, they just make up this new scan that you have to they, get what they... They have a book, and they go by what the book is. Yeah, well, let have, me ask you this. What does their book say about a baseball? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? They're talking you're right, about. You're right. well, how, how do you determine what fair market value is for a baseball that's involved in, in breaking some well, kind of a, a, a statistical record? You're absolutely right. Just arbitrary. Just, how can they determine what I want to sell my car for? Right. That, that's that's what, insanity. I mean, I it sounds that. like, sounds like still, fascism to me. And they could still tax you on that. And, and I had to pay the penalty, and I had to pay the interest and the taxes. So you get screwed either way. Welcome so. to America, sir. <laughs> Thanks, man. Dos Vidania. Wow, how do you like that? And I thought they were cleaning up the goddamn IRS. Doesn't that's sound like, like it to me. The sheriff of Nottingham. That's like Robin Hood yeah, stuff. Shaking that's down right. the little man. That's right. And giving it to the goddamn government again so we can uh, waste all the money on screwing around. And Dan Burton can go make some more illegitimate kids. And I still want to know how come this self-righteous, pious piece of right-wing crap, Dan Burton, who sits there as the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, by the way, and is trying to stick that bull dyke in jail and is calling the president a scumbag, we finally bring his ass out of the closet. He's got an illegitimate kid that he fathered back in the early 80s who's a teenager now. And there isn't, there aren't ten words about it on a goddamn uh, TV. There aren't five words about it anymore. Story came out over the weekend. That's the end of that. But we're too busy investigating the president and going into every goddamn gory detail of what she did with a cigar, where she stuck it, and yada, yada, and they did it in the limo, et cetera, and so on. Talk about the pot calling the kettle pink and the purple with polka dots. Who the hell are we kidding here, huh? And all these spineless, gutless men. Now it's the middle of September and all these politicians running like crazy. Oh, yeah, well, you've got an election coming up. we got to yeah, cover your ass. That's what you're worried about. Oh, let's take Miami with ten question marks. Hello, sir. For the first time, I disagree with you. Yeah. Okay. I if I would cash that ball, I'll cash it in. What's the big problem with that? I don't see what's the big deal. And I why said, you, I, said, I, said I said it's up to you, is what I said. And uh, go go over to Publix and get some fish food. Let me say it again. It's up to whoever catches it. If you want to do that, fine. And if not, the the, the kid, the guy's knocking the kids. That's what we had a whole bunch of these people knocking kids or anybody else who doesn't want a trillion dollars for the goddamn baseball. That's up to them. That's up to them. And I think it's a breath of fresh air that not everybody in this country consider only about money. It isn't just mercenary and wants to squeeze every damn dime out of what they can get. Market's up 225. 149 and the NASDAQ up 63. You know, I, I'm wondering about these people who are buying all this stock today. They're jumping on this. Uh, what, what are they thinking about? Huh? Well, what are they really thinking about? Why would you be buying today? See, I'm looking at it thinking, oh, maybe now I can get out. You know, that kind of thing. If they do this for a couple of more days, maybe some of us can get out. You know, see, there you go with that goddamn money thing again. Blow There's more things important in life than goddamn money. Blow me $50. Emerald Coast is the largest and best Chinese buffet in the town. But all over the place, you're starting to see other Chinese... Sports Radio 560 QAM. Neil Rogers, God.
that many drivers are nuts. They'll turn you back. She'll smother you to death as junk you sack. Matt Damon got out of time, ran for his life. He dated her one time, she thought she was his wife. Wears your clothes when you're gone, watches you sleep. You think it's casual, blings are deep. That many drivers are nuts, but what a butt. 154 at 560 WQM. These little Julios like that last one they're calling. Oh, well, if I got the ball, well, let me tell you, pal, the only balls you're going to catch are in your mouth, okay? You're not catching no baseball because the game is in St. Louis. They're not playing any more games here this year. So you're not catching no ball. You're not getting no million dollars. You're not going to pass go, et cetera, and so on. Now, I want you to understand, if I were in a position, if I were happen to be in the stands and I caught the ball, you're damn right I'd take the million dollars if somebody was stupid enough to offer it to me. That's not the point. You want to give me a million dollars? Okay, thank you. Small bills, please. But the point is that there are some people, including these kids, who have got different set of values and attitudes about it, and uh, they're saying no way. And the only thing we're hearing about in regards to this, except for maybe two or three other calls, is that, uh, you know, how much is the goddamn ball worth? How much is this worth? How much is that worth? I'll tell you how much most of those calls are worth. Oh! Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I couldn't uh, agree with you more. Uh, it's just I believe what it is is our society is so money hungry, obsessed. They're just that, they're like sick. It's like a neurosis with these people. That when something like this does happen, they're so shocked. And you know what I mean? No, I don't. They're sho- shocked that these kids have the. Oh, I, I out. see. When when somebody isn't as mercenary as they are, yeah. Sure. And uh, you know, like uh, yourself, if I caught the ball, I would get the money. Sure. You know? Uh, but it's great, and it's a breath of fresh air to see the kids, and especially down, uh, four of them were hit in Miami. And and these people are saying, oh, well, these kids are, they're just kids, you know, they're being misled, and uh, years from now, I mean, uh, maybe they will years from now say, gee, if I had to do it again, but in the meantime, they're not doing it. That's true. It's such a breath of fresh air. And, and, I and think... these assholes are just jealous. They're just they're just psychotic, wishing that they were the ones out there tromping around in center field, uh, getting the baseball, so they could have uh, some claim to fame. You know? I think the baseball players should take uh, some advice from the kids. I mean, I got some money stashed away, and it's not because I caught a baseball sometime in my life. It's because I worked for it, and that's, uh, that's what it's supposed to be all about. And not running around trying to cash in on souvenirs. Neil, one more uh, complaint I have. Yes, sir. Uh... Have you noticed lately, especially here in West Palm Beach, maybe in Miami, nobody, if you go to like a drive-thru or something, nobody yeah. says thank you, nobody says have a good day anymore. All right. What's wrong with that? Well, that's because this is South Florida. It's unbelievable. You're just catching on to that? You go anywhere else, it's completely different. That's right. I was away. I was in Toronto over the weekend. You get in the elevator with strangers, good morning and whatever. You walk down the hallway, there's the maid you never saw her before in your life, uh, good morning. I mean, people just being friendly, ordinary just, people, not here. I'm just noticing more and more. That's the last why. time I heard somebody say, have a nice day, was when Sandy Payton opened Ann Bishop's will and got all bent out of shape. Unreal. And Neil, how do we get uh, 69 in West Palm Beach? With a good antenna. <laughs> all right. Good luck, pal. Bye. How do they get Whammy up there? They're all seeing that thing on Whammy. We can't get any numbers out of that station. Even MASH can't even squeeze out a... I think they got squiggly lines as last time I checked. They got just little squiggly lines because people said, Not that Alan Alda again. Not that damn uh, McLean Stevenson. How many bombs did he have? There's a guy. How many different series? No, seriously, what do you have? Like 75 different series that they try to make a TV star out of McLean Stevenson? Did any one of them pan out? No. No. How about Jamie Farr? Like I said the other day, since the quiz shows went off, don't see him no more. And what do they have it on, like four times a night on Whammy? As often as possible. As often as the law allows. Here's uh, North Miami. Hello? Yeah. 
Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Hey, uh, about this ball business, man. Listen. Ball business? Yeah, with McGuire. Uh-huh. Everybody should be able to do whatever they want to do. The that's what, I, that's what I said. That's right. So what the hell? If, if you want to give the ball back, fine. If I got it, I'll take the money for it. And not only that, but this is such a tremendous accomplishment. Is this all we got to talk about? Is how much money people are going to get for the baseball? Why are people even worried about this? It's good if some, someone have principles still, all right? Well, you have money. This kid don't have money. If I was if I was a kid, I'd take some money. But he, that's what he's choosing. Not that's me. right. It's up to him. It's a free goddamn country. There you go. Amen. Uh-huh. See ya. Uh-huh. What did he say? Uh -huh. That's what I thought he said, and he's right. He's absolutely correct. All these people are staying. And then not only that, but somebody told me a long time ago, don't be a goddamn Yenta, okay? What are you sticking your nose into? Are you going to get something out of it? No. You got a little uh, commission coming out of it? No. So what the hell are you all worried and bent out of shape about whether the kid's got money or not? Enjoy the moment. You know, soak in the excitement, okay? Of course, the problem, like I said before, is that element of people, they're not sports fans. They don't root for teams. All they do is make a goddamn bet, and if they can't cash a bet, they don't give a flying crap about any of the rest of this. If all, I'll tell you right now, you can knock hockey all you want, but is there anybody out there with a brain? I'm not saying that there's not gambling that goes on, but is there anybody out there with brains that bets a lot of money on a hockey game? No. Of course not. People who are fans of certain other sports, they go there because they love the sport. But like football, if they took all the illegal gambling out of college and professional football, you think we'd ever see another game? No. There you go. So let's get serious. Let's draw the line between people who are really sports fans or people who are like uh, getting sucked into this because of the excitement of the moment and the occasion as opposed to those people who are nothing but a bunch of chronic uh, neurotic gamblers who can't sleep at night because they just lost the goddamn mortgage money. Hollywood with ten question marks. Hello. Levon's going to win 20 games this year. Is what? Yeah, Levon's going to win 40 games this year, right. That sounded like Andy from Hollywood, didn't it? Andy from Hollywood, let's hear it. We didn't want his facts before, even though he tried to compliment George. George said, no, thank you. I consider the source you're an asshole. So Andy from Hollywood has to get his call in here, even though it's almost hockey season. I told him when hockey season starts, it's only a couple of weeks away, you know, one, a few days away before we open camp with no goaltender, by the way. But Andy from Hollywood, but I'm glad he mentioned that. Levon got his brains battered out there again. Gave up nine runs or something like that in four and a third innings. Hey, Andy, you think Levon's going to win 40 games this year? I've got news for you. The team will be lucky to win 50 games this year. they only got about 20 to go. But be that as it may. So what do we, so what did we solve here today? We decided George...